What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Zray Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where's our minds keep going? We got a guest today. We got some guests today. That's our new guest song. Bow, period. bow, bow. That's the remix. You know we love a remix. I am so freaking excited. Y'all don't understand how long we have been trying to make yeah. this happen. Like, We've been trying to get each other. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna let you give y'all own introduction yeah. because I know y'all got a little introduction that y'all do, right? Uh, <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn, why you gonna put us on the spot? Yes. Like this? Every time we go on another podcast and they like have these hype ass introductions and mm. AKAs, and then it's our turn, and I'm like, hi, I'm Mila. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, hi, I'm Erica. And we and we're money, e, e, easy. Come on, eat money. I mean, I shit. Like that. That's like a rap name. I'm like, <laughs> Um, we're Erica and Mila. We're good moms, bad choices, and yes. we need to work on our intros. Well, okay, <laughs> this weekend that's what we're doing. <laughs> Get it together, one, two, three. <laughs> so yes, they are from the podcast "Good Moms, Bad Choices," and we actually came on y'all's pod, right? Yeah, yes. it was during quarantine yeah. though, so it was so like never met in person. Anymore. Yeah, it was on Zoom. It was a good episode, sure. but I was just like, no, we have to do something with them, like in person. Mm -hmm. And it seems like every time, like y'all came to Atlanta or we came to LA or whatever. Like we could just not get our schedule right, yeah. so I was like, no, we got the girls got to pull up on us, and y'all just came back from Atlanta, right? We yeah. Did. How was yeah. y'all's Atlanta experience? <laughs> you know, you know it how it was, it was like y'all had a blast. It was a whirlwind. It was. it was a whirlwind. Yeah, we might have went to the sex club. We did a lot of shit in a little bit of time. How was the sex club? Terrible. We lived there and we Fucking never went. Terrible. The one we went to was terrible. We okay. never go to this one, but don't ever go there. We, we had high hopes mm -hmm. and we ate a lot of chicken. I was actually about to say a lot of pussy. I said I know no, that's right. No, I didn't eat a lot of pussy. <laughs> it's a lot of that out there too. No, I didn't eat not any this pussy. trip. No, no, no pussy eating. <laughs> Damn, forgot to do that. But a lot of chicken was eaten. A lot mm -hmm. of hookah yeah. was smoked. Okay. And, um, yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. We went for the uh, World Natural Hair Show. Okay. So we did some work, and we did a whole lot of play mm -hmm. because we're balanced bitches. I know that's right. Um, and then I went to New Orleans after. We had just come from Coachella, and then uh -huh. I realized You're that a party girl. I like that. Yeah, me I, too. She outside. She's on tour. Oh, God. It's a fabric. Okay, look. Look, fabric. You don't have to chill on my These clippings. Yeah, I'm a party girl, but I'm realizing I'll be 34 next month in June, mm. and a bitch is might be in the verge of retirement. Really? <laughs> I, I keep don't saying think I'm ever retire. I don't think so either. I'm gonna be 33 in August. I was gonna say, how old did you guys just? I just turned 31 and, on uh, Friday, last Friday. I don't know this 33rd year. I was like, whoo, I did it, but I needed some naps. Yeah, <laughs> I love a good Definitely. nap. I'm the nap queen. And you know what? I used to never take naps like ever. Remember? Yeah, like let's. <laughs> I, I trained her. She takes naps now. So we got up. Now we be napping together. Yes. Now I trained her. I, I did. I trained her. So this morning we got up super early. We went to breakfast. We had a good little, you know, powwow. We talked a little business. And we came out the room. I said, go to sleep. <laughs> Lay your head down. And see, I used she to still hate... fight a little bit. Yeah, I do. And I used <laughs> to hate naps. That's how I know I'm getting old. Because when you got on the phone with your nigga, you woke me up. I was mad as fuck. <laughs> My like, man, what the, I looked over. I said, Ugh. "The only time I wake up is when my man called, baby. I'm gonna answer that and phone." And they was loud as fuck, and she was happy. She was like, "Yeah, baby." <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate when your bestie gets a nigga and you're like, "Stop smiling and shit. Talk to me, bro." Exactly. <laughs> First of all, you know I'm I get not off the phone because I'm trying to sleep, bitch. We do be on the phone a lot. We do be on the phone like a lot. You but like, What's up, uh, Don't do my man. He don't sound like this. Yeah, he do. <laughs> what he sound like? He be like, "What's up, Tira?" <laughs> 
he says my because my first name is Tierra, but uh-huh. he's like he from Houston, so he don't say my name he right. Say Tur. He say Tur. Tur. Oh, I love him, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> is this a new boo? No, this is like I've dealt with him for like six years, okay. like on and off. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my man, my man, my man. So we are obviously in LA. We on the yes. West Coast with it. And let me just say, I'm low key like have fallen in love with LA on this trip. It's yeah, a really it's beautiful fun. city. Are y'all born and raised here? Yep. I am. She's not born. I'm, I'm not born here, but I've been here. I've been raised here since a wee little girl. <laughs> a wee little talk. Since <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Yeah, it's very different, but I feel like I've came down here and Ryan obviously used to live here for a long mm-hmm. time, so it's like he's really kind of like showed us like the good. What y'all been doing? Where y'all been going? Uh, well, we went to this place called Sugarfish yesterday to okay. eat sushi, and it was so freaking good. Yeah. You know, in Atlanta, we ghetto, we fry our sushi. I know. So <laughs> deep fried. That's how yeah. I be getting my deep fried with garlic aioli on the side, mm-hmm. beach, and king they crab. They sushi. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's Atlanta. Yep. That's Atlanta. And then we went to this taco truck called Leo's. Ooh, bomb. Yeah. Oh, he know. Ryan be knowing. Wait, okay. where's Leo's? It's okay. Well, sometimes it's in uh, Silver Lake. Sometimes mm. it's, it moves mm-hmm. around, but it usually is in Echo Park. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, we have to go so to sunset. Leo. So we went there the first day. Them tacos was busting. Fire. It was so good. Because you know, good. Atlanta ain't got no authentic Mexican food. Atlanta Honest. has wings. Atlanta has wings, they and I'm, a, I'm not gonna lie. Atlanta food is a little gas. We've said this before, time and time. Gas? Like, yeah, it's not as good as people try to make it seem. Being from Houston, like Atlanta food is not good. Yeah, and people swear that it is, but I haven't like had not one place in Atlanta that I think is better than Houston. Right? Did you eat a lot in New Orleans? Did you have? I did. I, you know, I eat a lot wherever I go because <laughs> I'm a an inner greedy bitch. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I did eat a lot. I ate crawfish. I ate crab. I ate a, more fried food because that's. Do, do y'all eat crawfish out here? No. I don't think so. No, but I eat like fucking five pounds of those motherfuckers. I feel like everybody crawfish out here like eats yogurt in the morning. Yeah. They have like a salad and a little piece of salmon oh, for yeah. lunch. Oh, yeah. That's how everybody eats Everybody's here. skinny. Everything's vegan. Yeah. I had acai bowls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Because me and Dre went to eat last night. She was like, yeah, let me get that Wagyu burger. I was like, let me get that grilled cheese. Yeah. Extra I bacon. Extra avocado. They was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> we are literally the, the thickest. And the truffle fries. Yes, we're like the thickest bitches walking around the hotel. Everybody's like, oh. They're like, who are they? <laughs> yes. Oh, damn. They walking around looking like some big booty freeze. <laughs> not big. They not wrong. They not wrong. Look, you no. are a gift. You are a gift. <laughs> They're like, who's that? They must be celebrities. <laughs> They be like, who the hell? Because we be walking around with these tight ass dresses. All I mean, all it's sundress season. It is. I y'all, y'all look beautiful. You look bomb. You know what I'm saying? I pulled up on the I pulled up on the studio. I was like, oh, that's my friend right there with the big booty. I knew. <laughs> I like, there they are. There she go right there. You can't miss her. Okay, so we're gonna get into mm-hmm. these topics today. So obviously, you beautiful women have children, yes. or one each, right? One yeah, each. One, okay. One each. Mm-hmm. One each. And honestly, Drea has always been very vocal about wanting to have children. Yeah. And I am just like, I've been like in between. I used to be like, no kids, no mm-hmm. kids, no kids. Now I'm kind of like, maybe you got like, a nigga, that's why. Right. Mm-hmm. They get, get that, they'll do that. That dick gets in your like, but, you know, <laughs> but you know what? It's not even him because I don't know if that's going to be my baby daddy or whatever, but I feel like. I would like to have a little mini me. Yeah. You know, I You're feel right. like the world deserves another Absolutely. me. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I do want to talk about like nowadays, like parenting is totally different from like when our parents raised mm-hmm. us. So, and I know, do y'all feel like y'all have like traditional parenting skills? Like you raise your kids how your mom raised Girl, you? Girl, good moms, bad choices. <laughs> 
the show is called exactly. Good Moms, Bad Choices. Right. So I wanted to talk about like how are people raising their kids so different in this generation versus like our parents? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't speak for the people, <laughs> but I do think that, you know, Erica and I promote modern motherhood mm-hmm. and a balanced motherhood and, you know, just being like authentic and honest about it. I definitely, there's definitely things we do differently, you know, like. Mm-hmm. We're not going to shame our kids when they discover their body. Right, We're not right. Be like, you can't have no boyfriend, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, now I'm like, I need to know what the kids are doing. Because, you know, when our parents did shit to us, it didn't matter and we didn't listen. Right, yeah. right, you know? right. So it's we like, still did what we wanted to. Exactly. So I think our parenting and, you know, hopefully other people's parenting is shifting in the way that we understand what didn't work and then right. we, we change it, you know? Absolutely. I yeah. think there's also, like, you can't hide anymore. Like, parents mm. just be able to hide shit from their kids mm. but now with the internet right like, you can't you can't right like mm-hmm. little kids are on ipads at seven year olds at seven years old you mm-hmm. can google some shit mm-hmm. right so i feel like there's a different i mean parents granted there are parents that are still trying to hide some shit mm-hmm. but you do i feel like you do your child such a disservice by making them feel like they're dumb mm. yeah okay, that like, you know, right. insulting a child's intelligence right. one, one thing i'm sure you know if you've been around other kids is like they're smart right they're, they're, well i was actually surprised because my on. nephew had wrote a letter to me and it actually went viral because he was like oh my aunt she has a talk show and she always dresses so fancy she <gasps> loves mac and cheese oh. so he's like writing all these details about me but i was actually really shocked because i'm like you like damn you really be paying to see yeah i was like okay because yeah. i was I, but low-key i was horrified because i'm like if you ever like be like oh my auntie has a show let me show y'all mm-hmm. and auntie like yeah i like to suck dick yeah. <laughs> and i'm just like okay but how do i you know tell him like okay this is what i do because i don't want to hide that from him because it's like it's cool because I get to do what I want for a living, mm-hmm. but it's like, how do you not cross that line? Because it's a gray area of like what you tell your daughters, you know, what y'all do for a living, right? No, no. our kids know we podcast. Like, right. I, I had a, I recently had a teacher DM me, and she's like, "Your daughter's always bragging about you," and I just had to come find you. I'm like, "Bitch, I'm- don't come find me. <laughs> <laughs> don't come find me." Um, and you know, we smoke weed. Our kids know we smoke weed. And, okay. And um. We live in the valley. It's very Caucasian. Mm. A lot of the kids, a lot of the, I've noticed a lot of the kids' parents are much older than me, mm. and um, you know our lifestyle is different. However, I think that well, a we're not at the age like they're not necessarily like listening to our podcast. Right. Like, thank God. But oh yeah, I'm scared every day when they do because I am talking about sucking dick and um, <laughs> mood and, and and all of the things Facts. you know. So one day She's like big mood. We, we did a podcast like a couple in Atlanta with cocktails and mm-hmm. we were all talking about how much we hate condoms. I'm like, this is not good. Ooh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what kind of example am I setting? Hate condoms. I was about to say, welcome to the club. Well, bitch, they're here because we hate condoms. Well, right. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, child. You got here because of this hate. Um, but you know, I think it's. It's honest parenting, and I think that's really the only way, like you said. Like, yeah, I, I'm not embarrassed of who I am, right? As a, like, and shit, you see me living my life, right? Because but, I mean, y'all have, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, I feel like back in the day when our parents did that, it did more harm than good, anyway, right? For sure, it's like you're trying to shelter us mm-hmm. from certain things, but then it just makes us more curious, right? And then we're gonna do it anyway, right? Anyway, because you're gonna find a way to do what the fuck and you now we're gonna do. lie to you, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna have some 16 year old driving us drunk to the party because Ooh. you said we couldn't go, right? Well, you could have just, well, just dropped me off, have my hoochie mm-hmm. outfit in the back, you know, stuffed right, in my purse right. because you are tripping. I'm I'm not gonna wear this yep. bullshit, you know. So I, I, yeah, I feel like this is this is the way. I absolutely think so. Too. But I also feel like you know y'all having girls because people feel like, oh, I want a boy. I don't want to have no girl because mm-hmm. it's I don't want to. But if you have a boy, it's cool to teach them about sex. It's cool if they are like 
messing with somebody that's older. But for a girl, you're supposed to, like, not tell them anything. But a little boy, like, it's so weird, I feel like, how men treat their sons. Like, they mm -hmm. encourage some crazy-ass yeah. shit. And I'm like, I'm they're low-key abusive. Okay, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to throw it out there, They're but that's abusive. really what it is. Yeah, and that's why the, that's why these boys grow up into abusive ass men, right? Or like men that are just really struggle and don't know how to treat a woman, don't mm -hmm. know really, don't know how to just show up in the world as a healthy, adjusted man. Because right. mm -hmm. especially in our community, like just like just teaching boys and just talking to boys crazy mm -hmm. too. Like I've seen, I've seen men just be like. So be so disrespectful to their son, right? And like he can take it. Shut up, nigga. Right. Yeah. Stop crying, exactly. nigga. Yeah. Stop crying, nigga. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you better, what? you better not pick up that doll. Yeah. The fuck right. you doing? I'm like, God forbid, right. a little like, boy picks up a doll. They're gonna have. They're gonna freaking, be gay. They're gonna talk about it forever. They're gonna write think pieces about mm -hmm. it. Like it's just so fucking crazy. It's just like so forbidden. It's so forbidden. Like with everything, but I also feel like. Everybody came out and they started doing that, like, girl, oh, I'm a girl mom, or girl dad. Everybody mm. was, like, doing the girl dad. But it's just, like, we teach girls, like, oh, don't dress like this because mm. people are going to be weird. Don't uh, say this because men are going to be weird. But people how about we teach... any fucking way. But teach your sons not to be fucking weirdos. How about right. that? That's how, never been an option. How about not a lot, like, how about not excusing and expecting that men are uh, animalistic and don't have any self-control? Right. And, that that's to be expected from right, men, and, right. and that you know, go put on some clothes because Uncle So and So is over here. Like, how mm -hmm. about Uncle So and So get the fuck out of here? Right. If my child has to be worried about being sexualized, I'm very aware of that. You know, just mm -hmm. especially having girls. I think we're doing. Yeah. I think I like we're doing the Lord's work. Honestly, you know, I think mm -hmm. about that today before I got here. I, I went and picked up my friend, and she had a baby pretty young, <laughs> and she she had a baby when she was 16, and we went and uh -huh. pulled up on her daughter to go to the store, and her daughter looks so cute. She has breasts. She had a little belly belly chain on, a little, mm -hmm. a little shirt. I was like, damn, she's fine. Yeah. A baddie. And I was like, you look so cute. She's like, thank you. And then I was like, fuck, Luna's going to be 16 and looking like this. And, being, yeah. and you know, and I, and I remember being 16. And, like, I've always been, like, a sensual young woman, you mm -hmm. know, a, a sensual woman. And I think people misunderstand, like, the sensuality of femininity and mm. how that comes out. And, and we're often shamed about it. And right, we feel yeah. guilt, guilty about it. We feel judged about it. In the black community, you're grown. Mm -hmm. You're fast. Right. And then what happens? You manifest into a grown, fast little bitch because mm -hmm. everybody told you that anyway. Oh, that yeah. was going to happen to me no matter what. Right. You know, and, and, and I, I'm, you know, I'm so aware of that now because, you know, I, Luna wants to wear makeup and wear glitter. And, like, that mm -hmm. was forbidden in my house because right, I, yeah. that, that meant something. But in reality, like, you turn on the fucking TV, all these bitches are sexy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce is sexy. Yeah. Our, look at your mom. I'm a sexy bitch. Yeah. Right. So I get it. And I, I, I know everything is with age appropriateness, but I think it's really important to uh, kind of like, accept and instill and uh, promote for young women to transition, you know, smoothly into womanhood and, right. and to and to be okay with themselves, to be confident in their bodies, because I think confidence in ourselves and our bodies gives us the power to be like, oh, no, nigga, don't touch me. Right, mm -hmm. right. You know, not like, this is like, not my body. Like, dressed this way this not doesn't mean that you could touch me. Yeah. Right. It doesn't mean that I want these type of advances. Because mm -hmm. I feel the same way. Like, I feel like I've always been a very sensual person, too. And, like, I don't know. I thought people, you were about to say you've always been thick. I was about to say. That's I, know. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I've always been thick, too. <laughs> Since birth, bitch. <laughs> Thick-ass baby. Diapers was an extra large pool. <laughs> period. Booty, booty popping out the diapers. <laughs> but, yes, I do feel like, you know, and then maturing, like, your body matures early. Like, right. I was a person who my body matured very early. Mm, like, same. I had a big butt literally in middle school. I'm dead. But I 
say this. Lexi thinking I be People used to always watch you walking up to sharpen your pencil. <laughs> Teacher. And I used to be standing there too. <laughs> you see me? Can I go to the bathroom? Don't me. But yes, and I just feel like even looking back to like some of my family members, once I got of a certain age and I was like feeling out and stuff, like men would look at you and your family like weird as fuck. And yeah. you would be like, why are you looking at me like that? And mm. I noticed it. And I just think that's so strange because men are so warm. Well, that's because they didn't have any. They didn't have any training from their parents, you know. Like you they, think that's what it was? But yeah, but yes, because yeah, if yes. you see like a little boy go look under somebody's skirt, they like, oh, oh, oh yeah. he's so silly. Like, he laugh about he it. Love women. Yeah. They don't teach little boys about consent. He's be a player. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they don't treat, teach little boys about consent. It's encouraged. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 really sick. It is. I also I also think that little girls are also fed this narrative, or like we're always telling little girls, be careful, be mm-hmm. careful, be careful. Well, we tell boys like. Go crazy. Right. Jump off that shit. Right. And I think even as women outside of just being sexual and sensual, like we are, I feel like we're we're more reserved when we're trying to like attack our goals, attack the things that we want. Because I feel like we've been told, like, be careful, think about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't take me too many risks. Where where little boys are kind of taught to like yeah. risk it all. Right. I think the craziest thing that I heard was, and I can't remember who said this, but somebody, I think it was a celebrity, and they were basically saying that they didn't teach their son about like birth control and stuff, more so their daughter, because if the daughter gets pregnant, then the baby has to live with them. How irresponsible if the son and dumb gets is that? a girl pregnant, the baby doesn't have to live there. And I thought that was some crazy ass shit. I mean, but I think a lot of people think like that. But I mean, because it's the truth. But I mean, that's how society feels. Because yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I still feel that way. I feel like if I find somebody, and whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. if we have a child and we break up, that responsibility is going to be on me. Because mm-hmm. that's that's just how it happens. Because. That's how men are raised. I like, mean, true, but you still need to teach both genders. And about I agree. Birth I agree one hundred percent. And now they got male birth control, so right. It ain't no excuse. It's about to be thick as fuck. <laughs> they already are. They we are in Atlanta. Atlanta. Let me walk around with donkey booties. And everything. <laughs> I'm about to order Shit. that birth control off of my nigga. <laughs> but yeah, men are men are not good with knowing how to use condoms and things like that. Like they always feel like we talked about this before. Like. Mm-hmm. If you go get tested and you tell your guy, like, oh, yeah, I'm clean. I went and got tested. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, well, shit, I'm clean, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they think it's a, like, yeah. clean by association. Yeah, yeah that's not clean by association. <laughs> now they do. CBA, that's the name of this episode. Clean by association. Clean by association. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me put that in my nose. <laughs> so how old are y'all's kids? Seven. Oh, they're the same age. So do they hang out? Are they like best friends. They're best friends. They're oh, sisters. See that's, see, that's what we gonna do. But I feel like I'm gonna have... Pregnancy pack? Huh? Y'all gonna do a pregnancy? Yeah, pregnancy? we should. No, but she because she's ready. Longer. I'm ready right now. I think I'm gonna wait. So I'm like, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> a four. I, I gotta find a nigga first. <laughs> okay, well, I think I'm gonna have one whenever I'm like maybe like forty. I want to be that older mom, or I'm like good. Yeah, see, I'm not waiting till forty because I need my mom there. I need a nanny. Like I'm gonna need a full team. Like I cannot. That's my biggest fear because like I don't have an Emmy. Like I see my sister like. When my nephew was little, she was kind of doing it by herself for a while. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you know, it takes a village. I need my village, okay? Like, yeah. I can't I can't do that shit by myself. And mm-hmm. I've seen women. I saw my mom, because, you know, my dad passed away when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I saw my mom raising us. And, you know, she was a very strong woman. I ain't that strong, bitch. I'm weak. <laughs> I can't do it. You'd be surprised, the, the strength that comes Not out of just me. having a child. But right. I would say, bitch, I don't, wouldn't wait till 40 because, bitch, you'd be tired by then. Yeah. I'm, oh. I'm grateful that I had my baby at my, in my late 20s because yeah. I'm, more, I'm, I'm starting to lose steam. And she's about to be at, what, 
<laughs> I was to say she's seven and mm-hmm. like you know like she's finally more self sufficient. Mm-hmm. But okay, that's what I'm gonna but say. But those early days, how, however, you don't want to have any more. I could be convinced. Okay, you got a boo with a dick in you. I think we Move. all could be convinced. Bitches are, you know, every, every time I have sex with my man, I'm like, I'm about to have his baby. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, then you're not, and you're like, no, I'm no, like, no, well. no. I, I'm, I, if it doesn't happen, I'm cool, but I feel like I could be convinced, but I just know so much more now mm. about, like, what it takes, mm-hmm. the type of nigga that I would choose. Okay. Like, also knowing that there's always a potential that you could be a single parent again, and are you okay with that, and are you ready to do that again? Because that's a real reality. But what I will say about waiting till you're older, I think uh, you're older. I think that you know, especially because I I go my child goes to school with like pr- predominantly like white women mm. and like white parents, and I see them married and I see them older. But I think the perk about waiting till you're older is you're more established mm-hmm. and you have the, the funds hopefully to do what I well yeah. that I mean yeah you have the funds to get the nanny you have the funds to bring the nanny on the vacation mm-hmm. and that's why they look dandy pushing their strollers because mm-hmm. the bitches have someone to drop the baby off they right. paid for them <laughs> they worked hard. They waited and then they got married to whoever and they're established mm-hmm. and then they're like, I'm I'm going to do what I need to do on the weekend. Right. Whereas, yeah, I was younger and I had more energy, but I had less help. And, right. you know, now I'm hustling to be rich. Right. And then by the time I get a nanny, you're going to be 16. You're never going to fucking <laughs> You don't even need right. a nanny. <laughs> you the nanny. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there's perks either way. But right. I, I, I think my um my natal chart reader told me if I do have another kid, it would probably be in my late 30s. Or now, what's the natal 40s. chart reader, Nan? Y'all too woke for me, Chad. This is LA. You know, this okay. LA. You know some witchy bitches. You know we're witches. Okay, witches. I, I like a little I witch need to now. Find me a natal chart reader, but you well, know, one. I'm okay. not. But yes. I told y'all, I need to put her at in the description because people always ask um ask me about her because I talk about her so much. Shade does my readings oh, all yeah. the time, so I started like getting like little readings. I'm getting a little witch pussy, you know what I'm saying? You know, I try to little dab, you know what I'm saying? So, what is a, a natal chart reader like? What a na- is that? Uh, a natal chart reading is just like an in depth astrology reading. It's based on your birth date, where you were born, and just basically is like a snapshot. A snapshot of where the stars look like the constellations mm. at the time that you were born. Okay. So it like breaks down to like you know where your houses are and your love and all mm-hmm. that other shit, and then you mm. know it just breaks down where you are in your life at this cycle, at this age. Got and, you. You know, just shit like that. To do that. Yeah, well, all the things you're trying to work through in this lifetime, the things you were struggling with in your past lifetime, because a lot of times people and you know I know some people are listening right now because I don't know where your audience is, but mm. a lot of Christians. You know, if you know the down south. Today, today, today there was they do. <laughs> today there was a girl. And I was like, I was showing her Beauty Blender, and I was like, we have a Zodiac Blender. She's like, mm-mm, nah, we can't. Not the Zodiac. I'm not beating that Gemini. I'm, 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 I'm not the Lord. I love like, Jesus. She said, uh-uh, what's the other one? Oh, <laughs> Why like, people be so scared of anything like, else? Honestly, though, because no, I am. I'm really into astrology. Yeah, so. and I feel like, I mean, we're both Christians, and mm-hmm. we, I mean, we go to church, but we, I mean, you don't have to choose. You don't have to choose. One last week. I went to church, and I was like this. Once we've been friends for seven years. This is the first time we ever went to church. And I was praising the Lord. I said, Go! And it wasn't even and it wasn't even our choice. We went with Chad. Hey, Chad. Y'all, but wait, but let me tell y'all the church that Chad took us to. The guy was preaching. He was like, Jesus is in us. Pause. Pause. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, uh-uh. I see him uh-uh. in us. What did he say? He lives in us. Paul. Uh-uh. What? Men. Did everyone laugh? Nobody laughed. No. They was just like, amen. Except for us. We was up there. <laughs> Not pause. I said, he do live in me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> so you said, you said something about you 
now knowing that you're older, what type of men you would like to have your next kid with. So we wanted to talk about that, like choosing your baby daddy. Because mm. I feel like that's part of the reason why I don't have a kid. Be right. careful. Good. <laughs> She's like, good. Good. <laughs> Choose wisely, bitch. <laughs> Very wisely. I, to be honest, I think that's the only reason I don't have one. Because I just be, every time I thought that I wanted a nigga the to choice, be my baby daddy, we almost fell like, out behind her first choice. <laughs> you said what? We almost fell out behind her first almost. choice. Oh, okay, we did. Because the I was man, ready to have that baby. She was oh. ready to have it. And I was like, I will die <laughs> before no. you get pregnant by him. Like, I was standing my ground. I said, I don't give a fuck if you hate me. You're not having a fucking baby. Did like, you get an abortion? I mean, she never got pregnant. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Thank God. Because her mind, like, her That's voice, friend. Her right. voice yes. would always be in the back of my mind. I would be like, no, don't let it be. Because <laughs> it was me like, bitch. Meanwhile, <laughs> I, motherfucker. Meanwhile, I got pregnant. Erica's like, I support whatever you do. <laughs> No, that's not like, you. You felt like, my energy. She's like, no, yeah, Lex, no. I was like, are you like, sure? Right. <laughs> she was like, let's weigh the options. <laughs> so you got pregnant first. No, this is a... This is another... This is a recent pregnancy that didn't make me think God. We don't have some other times. Pipe down, It's a Patreon episode. This is for Patreon. This is for the people. Everybody needs to know that you should utilize your rights. Absolutely. Choices. Look, they know... I have a, a group of people that I love in the upper room. Shout out to my kids. And honestly, <laughs> your friend, your <laughs> not a group. <laughs> it's a group of them. They waiting on me at the door. Hey, and, your, and your friends are not getting dicked down, so they have a little more clear clarity. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, do y'all feel like? I mean, we're not gonna get into you know the baby daddy situation, but I wanna like what process did y'all use to you know choose y'all's first baby daddy? Not it much. Wasn't... Not much. I mean, you know, the truth is, before you have a baby. You don't really realize the depth and the importance of the checklist. Mm. You know, you do a checklist, but you don't re- you don't have a kid yet. So you don't right. really know the conversations to have with yourself or that mm. person because mm-hmm. you're young. Usually I was and I was dumb, you know, and I, this is somebody I, I my baby is by a, my high school sweetheart. You know, I've known right. him for like fucking true love. 14 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Puppy love. You okay, know? OK. True puppy love. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there were things that I knew, but I was like, oh, I've known him so long. I know his family. You know, that doesn't mean shit. You right. know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things like finances, spiritual beliefs, mm-hmm. how you raise your kid. Mm-hmm. How do you respect me? How, like if this doesn't work, this goddamn it's curtain. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe scoot up. Scoot up a little bit. <laughs> Maybe not. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but I think even now to this day, knowing the shit that I know, I would still be frightened. I would be scared mm. as fuck. The list would have to be like, I have to like pass it through all my friends. Did I miss anything? Look at it. Mm. Look at this nigga. Have an interview. Like I am, right. I am, I, we call it PTSBD, post-traumatic baby daddy disorder. Oh, PTSD. that's a good one. Yeah, DD. It's a real thing. It's a real thing because I, I have, we have it. And once you separate, like, you know, as women, that's our, our as black women mm-hmm. specifically, like our number one thing not to be is single black moms. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a baby mama like right. that. Everyone has this fairy tale ending, and you want to be a baby mama that is with the daddy and is cute. Yeah. Right, and right. That's my baby daddy. I'm a yeah, baby daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You ain't really want to be. He's around mama. changing diapers and shit. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a, a long, triple the long, triple the length checklist that I would would really contract like right. maybe mm-hmm. notarize. <laughs> Not notarize. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I never really wanted kids from the fir- from the jump, mm-hmm. and I was pretty clear about that in my relationship. And then somewhere along the line, it started to shift. Me and my partner were together for almost seven years, okay. and we had a really great relationship for a long time. And then, you know, things shifted, but I really didn't 
because there were no there weren't a lot of check marks i really didn't even know how he was with children mm. to be honest now that i'm actually reflecting on it like did I, how many times did i actually see that nigga with a kid mm-hmm. but i think also like as women we see a nigga pick up a baby a crying baby oh, and and, so and, and like oh. and the baby stops crying we're like oh my god he's like, I, he's like, I'm so, bro no, i'm bitch, so glad you not. said that because <laughs> honestly i was on the phone with my man the other day he picked up like he had, I guess it was his like brother's kid. I don't know who was over there, but he had a baby in his arms and he kissed her. I was like, oh, Lord, <laughs> I love him, girl. I was ready. Yeah, I don't. But I'm glad you don't. said that. Because this is a sign. Well, because I think that we as women, we fall into that trap often. Yes. Right? We, we see them with their nephews or their nieces. Yes. That ain't them. That ain't that nigga's baby. Right. That ain't who we got to be with all the time. All the time. So- hey, what's up? It's your girl, Dre Nicole. And I know most of you are probably thinking, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter who your internet service provider is. ISPs in the US can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all of your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by Business Insider. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash poorminds, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash poorminds. Expressvpn.com slash poorminds to learn more. Y'all, it's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And we are here to talk to y'all about BetterHelp.com. Y'all know we love BetterHelp. I feel like therapy is something that is much needed in our community. Um, And I think a lot of people don't realize that symptoms come with being, you know, depressed and going through things. Uh, Lack of motivation, feeling helpless, Mm -hmm. trapped, detachment, fatigue. Those are just a few symptoms of, you know, being depressed. Right. And so for me, one of the best things that I experienced with BetterHelp is I had to end up changing counselors and it was just such an easy and smooth transition. Mm -hmm. So I know for me, like I was just going through a time of feeling overwhelmed, you know, changing my life, you know, from quitting my job to, you know, being an entrepreneur, dealing with the pressures of being on camera, you know, dealing with my body dysmorphia, Mm -hmm. so many things. So um, I have a counselor, Kanisha. She is super amazing. And you can choose specifically what kind of counselor Mm -hmm. that you want. And um, I chose her, and she's absolutely great. So the experience has been wonderful for me. So Poor Moms listeners get 10% off of their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Poor Minds. That's BetterHelp.com slash Poor Minds, and you'll get 10% off of your first month. Oh, y'all's kids, was it their first, like their first kid or like? 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I used to have a rule like sense. I don't want to have a baby. Nobody who don't have a baby, you know, like right. be the first of everything. Now I would be very. I would. I would not be opposed to that just because it's I can. Harder. It's harder, but I can actually see and ask questions about the way that you father. Because mm-hmm. I'll go to if I, I've been on dates with niggas who have kids, and I'm like, so where does the kid live? When's yeah. the last time you saw him? What days are yours? Mm-hmm. The worst he, thing you can do is go on a date with a guy. He has a kid with a one bedroom apartment. Where are you? Well, kid? Because he just yeah, that he's baby's not, not over there. Yeah. He's not prioritizing. Right. Child. Especially if there's like not even a corner for the kid. Like right. Not, <laughs> Niggas. Not a corner. A corner. <laughs> is it a playpen? Is there a playpen or something? <laughs> a, a, a juice box? <laughs> shit. I don't see that. Now, kid, shit. Not one thing kid proofed. Right. So, what is on y'all's checklist now? Like, if y'all were dealing with somebody now, like, what has to be, like, what are the deal breakers to have a child again? Because oh. I need to put this on my list because I know I'm missing yeah, a lot of shit. You know what's on my list? list? He got money. He finally, he money loves Money is me. important. Money is important. Uh-huh. But, like, are you stingy with your money? And are we friends? Are we friends? Okay. Because if this shit doesn't work out, and we both have to acknowledge that it could we not, co-parent. because we're fucking human, and mm-hmm. most shit don't work out. Everything's not forever. Most shit is right. not forever. But mm-hmm. are you gonna respect me? Are you gonna be able to have real conversations? Are you gonna like show up for me and the kid? Am I gonna? Are you gonna be like battling me to come get the kid because you think I'm the mom and I have all the responsibility because right. you're a nigga? Mm-hmm. Those are very important things. Finances, stinginess. Are you responsible? Do you respect me? How do we get along even with without dick and pussy involved? I agree because finances are important, but finances don't raise a child. No, no because and unfortunately, a lot of people think. That. Oh, oh yeah, yes. yeah, I know. Oh <laughs> no, it's true, and I think also like how family centered are you? Mm-hmm. For me, is really important. Like if you don't have. Listen, and granted, like, everyone's family situation is different. You can't, you don't, well, I, I do believe we choose our parents, but, like, sometimes your family situation is fucked up, so you don't have a relationship with your family. Mm-hmm. But have you created a, do you have another group of people that are your family? Right. Like, how important is that to you? Right. Because if it's not, then I don't know how this is going to be that important to you. That makes sense, though, because I feel like people who are like, oh, I'm one deep, and don't nobody fuck with me, so I don't fuck with them. You can feel like that way about anybody. I don't want to be your whole family. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, if you I don't want to be your new whole family. Right, exactly. That's not cute. That's not attractive to me. It used to be like, oh, baby, I'll be your baby. We can I start got a family you, together. I'll be your brother. I'll be your sister. first, your mama. mama. It's, it's giving me. <laughs> I was your lover and your baby. <laughs> That's me. But wait, so going back to what you just said, you feel like you choose your parents? I do. I, I do really? too. Yeah. Girl, hell I no. Hell no. My well, mom, oh, I love my mom, but she a motherfucking fool with it now. But not in the sense that they're perfect people. No. But, yeah. but, but sometimes our souls, wherever we linger before mm-hmm. we get here, I think um, we choose our parents in the sense that there are lessons that we're supposed to teach them and there are lessons that they're supposed to teach us and there's just life lessons that are supposed to happen in, as an exchange. Right. And I think sometimes, and sometimes people don't have parents and they have shitty parents and that sounds shitty. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? Right, My parent right. was an ain't shit person. Absolutely. But even the ain't shit things that have happened to us, even the bad mm-hmm. things that have happened to us, all kind of like contribute Molded, to yeah. mold to who that, you become. I, I can agree with that. If, if, yeah. if you choose to to dwell in it, or if you choose to to like rise up out of it, there are all things that are like very specific to our personalities and our lives. That, that makes sense. That create the people that we are, and and like the le- the lessons we give other people. Mm-hmm. And I think people miss that and like you know take it out of context. But mm-hmm. I think like who are, like I I believe. I hope the person is not come for me, but like that we we probably live multiple lives. This is probably not yeah. our first time being I here. I kind of feel that way too. Um, and and you know some things, yeah, you feel intuitive to you. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes this is the lesson that you're supposed to get in this lifetime, and only these parents can give them to you. Mm. I I can agree with that though because yeah. I literally give my mom all the credit. My personality, like 
Growing up, I was like the wild child. I was loud, always getting in front of everybody, but my mom would encourage that. She'd be like, watch my baby sing. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. Like, my mom encouraged me to, like, act out. Like, I one, I remember this specific story. Like, my aunt, she used to get so mad because I would dance in front of the TV. And she would like, Annie, tell her to sit down. She was like, no. I love that. Like, my baby going, y'all going to watch my baby perform. Like, yeah. Fuck that program. Yeah, like, my mom was so, so I, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I only said that because my situation, like, with my biological parents was not, like, an ideal situation. Mm-hmm. But, of course, like, you know, I've talked about on the show, I'm adopted and stuff. And so, but I still feel like without me going through the things that I went through with my mm-hmm. biological parents, I wouldn't be the person that I am today or probably as far along as I am. And you wouldn't have found so, the parents that you have now. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's true. Everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. So. T- today uh, is my mom's birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, mom. Shout out to my mom. Happy birthday, Mila Senior. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we haven't always had the greatest relationship. Yeah. Mostly because I thought, like, growing up that she was, um, like, really not true to herself and didn't know herself and poured a lot into my dad, who Mm. didn't do the same. Mm. And today she told me she's, you know, she's, we've come a long time, like, a long way in the last, like, two years, which I didn't see that happening. And she was like, you know, I just want to, I feel like I'm healing and I'm grateful. She's like, oh, gratitude and like religious That's and spiritual. My mom, my real mama is too. And, and I'm like, who? And, and I felt myself like, are you, are you for real? <laughs> but then she was like, you know, I, w- I really want to thank you for like, you've shown, like your journey has shown me a lot. You know, I know it wasn't easy to walk away from your baby daddy, but I never walked away. And I feel like gra- grateful for you for showing me. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a, what a beautiful thing that your that your parent can share with you the lessons right, that, that you taught her. Yeah, mm-hmm. because a lot of parents, especially black parents, is not gonna do that. They right. feel like I'm the what's the saying that they always say? I brought you, you in here. here. I, I hate, hate, you out. I hate that. that. Because girl, you ain't taking me out. <laughs> you, ain't me. you ain't about to. Do, I wish I would have known that when I was young. I'm like, girl, you ain't finna do shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. You got your ass. The problem is, I used to be saying that. I used to be like, girl, okay. And get my ass beat in the tub. Period. Because Barbara, Barbara don't play. Not the abuse in the tub. <laughs> yes, in the tub. So before we move on, let me ask y'all this real quick. This this is just a question because my sister has two sons. She's the only girl in the house, but she don't spank her kids. Y'all, do y'all spank y'all kids? No, yes. I'm with gentle parenting, but I'll slap that ass. Okay, okay. That it's just a question because my nephew, my oldest one, he doesn't need discipline. He's an angel, my mm-hmm. angel baby. Like he is, a, but that little one. You feel like he need whooping? I need to whoop him right now. I don't even know what he's doing. <laughs> but but also, whoopings don't really work. Okay, they I don't, don't think they work. They don't. Anytime I've whooped, I've ended up injured. Like, my <laughs> hand was fucked up. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm with the gentle parents hand, but okay. I, I'm a Scorpio. So, mm-hmm. my if looks could kill, mm-hmm. my daughter knows. Okay. And I've realized, like, I don't, like, the hitting and shit, like, Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes they need to just yeah. get real scared for one second. Mm. But I don't. I don't think that that's something that is needs to be consistent. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't well, I feel like because my like sister, like she's such like a loving person and she's really soft. But her, uh, her partner, her baby daddy, fiance, whatever. I don't know what it is. But he, he used to be my best friend. Like we known each other since they was since we were fifteen. But he's more like the stern mm. parent. But he doesn't really spank them either. He's more of like give them that look mm-hmm. and they know he means business because I think that's going to be my parenting style if I ever have kids because I'm thinking like when I got a spanking it didn't do nothing but piss me off that's what I was about to say I got mad spankings growing up because I was bad as fuck and, then and she still did bad not- mm-hmm. my seven year old already already tried to hit you <laughs> exactly it ain't work my seven year old like will resist and then I'm like do I have to beat the shit out of you <laughs> 
and then I'll go to jail. But so I just, I, it just triggers me in a way that I'm like, you're not even that big, and you think you about to bounce back, girl? Yeah, that's so, how it was yeah. for me. I used to get so many whoopings, and I still would go back to school and be bad as fuck. Like it didn't stop anything. I feel like it changes things in that moment mm-hmm. while you getting a whooping because that shit hurts. So you're like, oh no, I'm not gonna do it again. But then when it wear off, you like. See shit. me, and I just realized how bad I was. So like, we had a two story house. It was a really big house, and we had intercom. <laughs> so like, my mom like when she needed us to come downstairs, mm-hmm. and when she need like we would talk on the intercom. So I remember one time I got rich? a spanking. Right, this rich bitch. Shit. Okay, mom. <laughs> it was, it was, I, I, my house was we a house. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, my house was a house. And speaking of, I do have to ask you something again. But anyway, so <laughs> we was talking on the intercoms. And every time she would spank me, I would get on the intercom and cry. I'd be like, I hate it here. And my sister used to be like, bitch, shut up. She would turn it down. Like, I used to get on the intercoms and cry, literally. Like, because I wanted, I'm a Leo. So I am dramatic. very dramatic. Oh, my God. Okay, so let me ask you this before we move on. I'm sorry, y'all. I've been waiting for this for a long time. Okay, so you did say that your daughter goes to an um, all-Caucasian school. Does does your uh, daughter go to, like, or is it, like, more mixed? Or? Well, no, her school's a little, is, the, is more diverse than okay. most. But it's very rich. But it's very, yeah, it's a very rich school. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I went to, like, an all-white school growing up, all-white neighborhood. In Texas? In Texas, okay. yeah. I grew up in a very small town called Orange, Texas, so... I just felt like when I graduated high school and I got to college and I started hanging around like, you know, people that looked like me and dressed like me and talked like me, I felt like I missed out on so much. And I was very, I kind of was mad at my mom, like in my early, like from like 18 to 20, 21, (laughs) I was like, girl, why you made me go here? It's lit out here. Like I resented her for a while because she felt like, you know, she was doing better for me by like, I guess, you know, putting me at a better school, but Mm -hmm. I felt like I missed out on so much. Like, so do you feel like she's in a better situation? I, I she went to the, she's at the school that I was at. Okay, okay. <laughs> when I was in elementary school. Right, okay. So it's kind of like, damn, ain't shit changed? Um, but also both my parents went to HBCUs. And okay. so all growing up, First of all, I didn't see, like, not even, even in school and outside of school, there weren't many black people. We were from, mm. the, we were both from the Valley. So right. I was always, like, a sprinkle of black people. Mm-hmm. And I always saw my parents, like, head nod to people in the mall that were black. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I just grew up smiling at all the black people. Hi! <laughs> yes! Um, but then I went to Clark, because I knew, I was like, I told, oh, even you went, I, you went extra, yeah, I, extra black. I already knew what was happening. And my aunt used to tell me, like, bitch, I can't wait till you get out of there. And I was like, me too. And I was at, I was in high school, like, I'm about to go to a black school yeah. after this. Period. And they were, like, looking at me crazy. Yeah, I was like, can't wait to get the fuck out of here. But when I got to Atlanta and I got to Clark, I was like, fucking culture shocked than a motherfucker. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that's all, how I was. I was on the phone like they're all outside dancing, and <laughs> listening to music loud. I don't know what they're doing out there. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. So I was. <laughs> oh my! See, I was opposite. I was like, I'm going to TSU, and I was like. I was happy like, though. Look at that I was, girl, what is she doing? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was happy than a motherfucker, and I I wild out as soon as I got to Atlanta because I was like, niggas were talking to me. I was like, you think I'm fine? Yeah, that's how I, I was like, like. I'm the finest girl in the school. That's how I used to feel. Like See, it's so I was crazy. Into black schools my whole life <laughs> until I got to high school. I went to private school though. Uh-huh. So I went to a private all black school from mm. like pre K through eighth grade. Right. And then once I got to high school, I was like, I have to go to a diverse school. So I went to public school, and my school was really really diverse and it was a culture shock for me but i feel like it's important because i feel like i grew up around all black people mm-hmm. so i went to all white schools mm-hmm. i went to a very very white like 
private school. Okay. And the moment I, rem- I remember it was an all girls, uh, it was an all girls school and they were all white. And we, I don't know, I think that we got invited to like this, it's like, a, it's called Loyola. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an all boys school and there's mm-hmm. actually like a lot more black kids there and they, they bust in a lot of the inner city kids. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of niggas from Inglewood, South Central that went to that school. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the moment I met them, it was, I was like, it's up, don't it's leave up. Me. I, I was having my mom drive me all the way to LAX to Inglewood every weekend. I had, I, I literally didn't right. have any friends. Like I, I would hang out in the Valley, but mm-hmm. I was going to LA as much as I, I could know, that's because right. I saw, I was like, oh my God, wait. It's I will because also because just like you, I had a mature body and it wasn't popular at my school. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, no one's flirting with me. Yeah. And like, these boys were like, oh, she's fine. I was like, mm-hmm. I am right. Yeah. So I definitely like gravitated towards mm-hmm. that, and I but I had to fight to get there all right, the time. Right. Yeah. You know because like she said, we grew up in a very we grew up in very white spaces, mm-hmm. and that's why even with my daughter. I, w- I knew that if she was going to go to private school, I had to find the most diverse private mm-hmm. school I could find. Okay. And I did, and I paid top dollar for that school. Oh, no, that's right. Um, but there's black kids. There's so many black kids in her cl- in her class. Oh, wow. More than I've ever seen in a yeah. private school. Isn't her teacher black, too? And, well, last year, her okay. teacher was black, yeah. Wow. And so that was really important to me because I know how it affected me growing right. up. I had body issues because of it. Facts. Because I felt fat. I felt big. Mm-hmm. Like, I just felt undesirable. I felt like I why why can't there's just there was just a difference that I couldn't even explain and I couldn't even explain it to my mother because she's not black exactly mm-hmm. oh so, your mom's not black no she's Mexican okay okay I thought well see I don't I don't like to try to identify people because you know I be googling stuff so you know I be googling I Google all y'all I said, what, what you find girl I'm I scared did, I, I I found a lot I know you did but, <laughs> <laughs> but y'all know I am not missy. <laughs> I am, but off camera. But now, when I saw your mom, I was like, "Oh, this is her mom." And I was like, "Oh shit, she did that." Oh, hold on, mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. the clicking. But I was like, "Okay, I don't know if her mom is, but your mom is Mexican." My mom's Mexican. Okay, got gotcha. you. My dad's dad black from Texas. Okay, okay, your dad is black. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. got you. But I didn't grow up with him, so I mean, we, we I had doses of him, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. So I really had to, I had to find my way. I had to find, figure it out myself because right. she didn't, she didn't have the answers for me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and like, and like you, she thought she was doing me such a service. Right. By bringing me to the best schools and providing mm-hmm. this best lifestyle. And she did. And granted, mm-hmm. she really did. However, there were definitely times where I've, there's definitely things that I've had to work through as an adult where I'm like, damn, like I'm like this because I didn't see myself. Right. And so now mm-hmm. having a daughter who is 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 a black child she's darker than me you know mm. what i mean i'm like she has to see herself she yeah. has to. i don't want that for her right like, i really need her to see herself and be empowered by her hair by her her melanin all the shit right you know and know those things and yeah that's that's really really important to me because i mean i feel like with me like i said i went to all white school till i graduated I moved to Houston I started having you know like I started hanging out you know with like black my black friends and things mm-hmm. like that but I still felt like I was out of place because I didn't know how to act honestly like it really was because like when I would I had one I had like maybe two or three friends like my friend Jen shout out to Jen she never made me feel like I was less than or I was out of place because there was a lot of times sometimes black people make me feel like girl where, where the fuck you from like <laughs> yeah. you don't need to be around us like they used to call me Oreo like really yes it was very they called me they called me that too that's why Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when I met when I met her, I actually met her in high school, but like our we started hanging out and I felt I felt good. But it's like when I met Drea, it was like I'm she she's very <laughs> but she also was just like 
Instead of her being like, you don't know what this is, or you're a weirdo, this is what you listen to. She was like, oh, bitch, I used to listen to that, too. Because, oh, Let I me show you how to lay your edges. Well, baby, I used to wear these bad, like, I didn't have a lot of money. I used to wear, like, these badass wigs. She was like, bitch, put your hair up in a bun and slick your edges. And she didn't make me feel, like, bad about it. She was like, bitch, take this off your head and do your fucking hair. You have beautiful hair. Well, like, the first time I really heard somebody really be like, your hair is fucking fire was when I moved yeah. to Atlanta. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, oh. So I was just like... Okay, like maybe I am a little fine, but that's what it's important to have friends around you that look like you and that yeah. know how to tell you, like I know how to do your hair, like let me help you. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like I don't know, I'm a little different because, like, I've even had some of my friends be like, "Bitch, you be trying to act like you struggled. You literally went to private school your whole life, even though it was a black school, it right? Was still private school, like your parents was paying tuition for you to go to school. Facts. But I feel like I was just exposed to different things. Like I definitely in middle school and shit, I used to be listening to Paramore and stuff. Oh, I know Paramore. that. Like, Not you now. I know Haley Williams. So when me and Lex met, I think it was a lot of stuff about me that she wasn't expecting. Right. It, it definitely was. But um, I don't know. Like, I think it does the, the, kind of the same thing for people who go to black schools as it does for y'all. Because when I went to my high school, I definitely felt like out of place. Mm -hmm. Like, it was crazy and it was awkward. And I feel like my parents thought that they were like doing a good thing by right. keeping me around my people. But then when I finally got to high school and I was around white people more in different cultures, like Asian people, Latino people, it was really like a culture shock because it was some shit I was not used to. And I felt very much out of place because also the high school that I went to in Houston is in River Oaks, which is like the richest neighborhood in the fucking city. Mm -hmm. So I just, I don't know. It was crazy. You it said that crazy. harsh in the fucking city. <laughs> You meant that, bitch. I'm scared. No, because it literally was That hood so jumped out, bitch. I'm scared. <laughs> I had to grab my and you purse. Know what? And you know what? I th I'm thinking about I'm thinking about all of us as, like, teenagers uh -huh. with, like, navigating these spaces. It's, like, we, it's scary. It's scary to be like, that young It's scary to, to be figure. that young and mm -hmm. having to figure this shit out. I'm telling it you, is, I say is. that all the time. I was like, I cannot believe I was that young dealing with like identity issues and not feeling yeah. wanted and because that's the age that you're supposed to get love and <laughs> things are supposed to be easy it's it's just crazy to me it, it's yeah. so true and you know even you guys asking me this right now it's like it, it's such a norm for me and it, like i said my daughter goes to the school i went to and i and of course i'm like your hair is beautiful you're beautiful mm -hmm. but like and we, you know we have black conversations in our household because mm -hmm. we can't help it you know right, lots right. of shit happens and i have to be real about it but i remember like very young having like this realization that I was different than all my friends. Right. Like, I couldn't jump in the pool. My hair was about to puff up. Oh, facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, wanting to get my hair relaxed. Right. And my dad, like, mm -hmm. fuck no. My mom's like, she can get a relaxer. Right. And, like, and, like, you know, all these, like, these things that I didn't recognize affected me. And luckily, like, I have parents who are super pro-black. Like, my middle name is Asada and shit. I don't like, know, that's <laughs> right. I, I, I ate a taco like that. <laughs> no, not that Asada, baby. Oh. Uh, bitch, I'm done. I'm like, done. Like the not... Not nice. like the Black Panther, bitch. Okay, um, I was confused. My bad, my bad. <laughs> but you know, having to answer the, like the, the, all the black questions for your white friends and shit, and I and I, I just like I I I don't know how I'm going to fucking like. I mean, I do know how I'm going to help Luna through that, but mm. also. Everything outside of our household is going to tell you that, like, white is more beautiful, mm -hmm. that, like, everything that doesn't look like you is is this and that. And, like, we're going to have to go through the struggles. And luckily, right. I, even, even when I met Erica, like, me and Erica have only been friends, like, what, fucking seven years, eight years, seven years. And I didn't realize, like, I, the same time. Mm -hmm. I, I moved to Atlanta, got super black, and then moved back with my white friends. And I was like, this is the whitest shit ever. 
they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, you yeah. guys. I was like, there's not one black person here but me. They're like, right. why did you even notice that? I'm like, bitch. I don't see color. Yeah, I, I was yeah. like, bitch. Help but notice. That's their favorite thing. thing. I don't see color. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I, I was, no, they don't. They don't have to. But, but yeah, exactly. They don't have but to. It's like, you should. Sure. Like, it's okay to recognize the differences yeah. and make people feel comfortable. Like, y'all keep saying, I don't see color. And then they rapping songs and saying, nigga, in front of me. Yeah. Bitch, you better see color. color. I'm right. sitting right here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think both experiences are very important. I, I, I know I can, I can, I can, uh, like, adapt in a lot of situations because I've been around a lot of different type of people. Right. But, like, even in my adulthood, when I met Erica, as an adult, I was like, oh, God, finally. Wait, my black. Finally. Oh, Lord, Jesus. That's how I was when I met my friend Jen. Even when I first met her, I'm like, I know she's mixed. Can I say certain things in front of her? I'm like, <laughs> but then I'm like, okay, she's, she, okay, she's black. I'm like, whoo, thank God. That's what I'm saying. I thought you were 100% until, uh, you know, I Google both of y'all. I'm black as fuck. Yeah, I don't really Google everybody. I said, hold on. Now she tricked me. Now she tricked me. <laughs> But, you know, I think I think it's important. It's good to have these conversations and to know that we've all, like, had different experiences. Mm -hmm. Maybe you started black, then you went diverse. Maybe you was all white, right. then you went black. Mm -hmm. right. But that is that we all have come here and that these conversations are necessary and mm -hmm. these, like, sisterhoods are necessary. Right. Because we do have a unique experience as black women. It's different. Absolutely. It is yeah. very different. And, we and, and, like, you know, let's not forget, like, the black woman is the most disrespected person <laughs> in the world mm -hmm. all the time and so it is important to see yourself it's important to come together and have conversations like this to remember like we're, mm -hmm. we're bomb we're beautiful we're intelligent you know we're very like the right. highest the highest most. we are the salt of the earth we are, we are, we are. because I, a lot of times even what we do for a living i think a lot of people think it's just easy it's easy to hook up a mic and be funny and be relatable and educate people like know this like to get to where y'all have gotten and to get to where we have gotten, you have to be easy. fucking smart. Yeah. You have to be a businesswoman. You have to walk in these rooms mm -hmm. and let people know I'm not a joke. I'm about my money. Yes, I get on the camera. Then do and it. I, and then do it. Do it's so easy. Right, then do right, it. right. Then do it. Like, right. Do then. Make something out of nothing. Then do it. They always try to, like, you know, knock us down. Mm -hmm. So, oh, this is just, no, this is fucking work. Or especially when you're attractive in these spaces. They mm -hmm. want to believe, oh, you fuck somebody to get here. No, but here's the thing, here's the thing is then do it. And I'm still going to, I'm still going to help you. I'm still going to, because, like, that's the thing, too. Too, is like we we're, we always are fed this crab in a barrel type of situation. Mm -hmm. Luckily, in this space of podcasting, we have been very blessed to like meet a lot of helpful women mm -hmm. in in the space. But that's not the norm, and in, in a lot of it's other really spaces, not. And not a lot of yeah. other places. And so people judge, and they think, yeah, like yeah, you can sit down and be cute and do our makeup mm -hmm. and talk, and then we turn the camera off, and then it's done. no bitch. No, there's no. a whole marketing plan behind. Oh my that. god, there's they don't talk about that. Yeah. The marketing, the we gotta, touring. I, I gotta come up with ideas for the mm -hmm. tour. I gotta come up with the merch ideas. I gotta come. And I the tour gotta be completely different from this. Yeah. Like they want a whole different they experience. They don't watch the same shit they watching on camera. No. But you, and then you gotta do Patreon. Yeah. You gotta come up with new content for that. I like, literally was thinking about this shit on the way here. I don't know why. Maybe. God was giving me like an intuitive. I was like mm -hmm. thinking about this. I don't know why. I was like, no one's challenging me. I was like, we are so fucking smart. <laughs> yeah. I was like, black women are so smart. What the fuck? I was like, we are smart. We, we are, are talented. The taste makers. Yes. Nothing is popping unless black women like it. Yeah, Nothing. I say that all the time. We are literally the tastemakers. If black women like it, it's gonna go crazy. Mm -hmm. When I think about something like. Look at something simple like banana powder. When all, like mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian oh. posted banana powder, then the black women started doing videos on it, so how to make it blend. Everybody wanted to buy fucking really banana powder. powder. I bought banana yeah. powder. You know what I'm saying? But it, was, it wasn't because Kim it. was using it. It was because you saw how other black women were mm -hmm. using it on our darker skin. Everything. I don't care what the fuck it is. When black women start doing something, 
you want to do it. We curate the shit. We we curate everything. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And y'all know it's hot outside, so it's time to get summertime fine. Yes, it is. And Factor delivers 100%, never frozen, prepared meals to your doorstep so you don't have to cook anything. Yes, they heat up in two minutes. Mm -hmm. That's much quicker than delivery. And they have all your meal options and preferences that you want. So if you want vegan, veggie, keto, low-calorie, cold-pressed juices, smoothies, whatever you want, they have the options for you. Yes, and you know I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight before Mm -hmm. we start back going on tour. So recently this week... I made the Peruvian shrimp bowl and it was so good. Ah, we love that. So you're gonna go to go.factor75.com slash poorminds120 and use code poorminds120 and get $120 off. That's code poorminds120 at go.factor75.com slash poorminds120. Link in the bio, y'all, because I know that's a lot. <laughs> Period. Okay, so we're going to move on, and now we're going to get into the bed. Hey, bow, 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 All right, so for the bed. <laughs> is this silk sheets? We get on, we get on. <laughs> what kind of sheets we like, got? Don't let me stand up and show y'all this ass. <laughs> <laughs> we like the, the uh, red tone. <laughs> Egyptian cotton. Period. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about how to have a sex life with children, because I know that a lot of people that are married, they say that, like, it's hard to have a sex life once you have kids. Mm-hmm. So, y'all are single women. Well, I don't know if y'all are single. Mm-hmm. I am. Okay. She's mm-hmm. single. She, look, she was she you said, real quiet. I'm single. I'm not, I'm, I'm I'm not single. I'm single. I know, I know you're wait, not. Wait. I told you. How'd she go from I'm single, I'm not single? You're not single. <laughs> what oh, well, the well, you know, I told you I did my research on both of y'all. Don't think you safe, boo. <laughs> Don't you know I'm you're safe? She just got proposed to on live. Can you stop? The tea. What? Oh, yeah. I oh, really, really know that. You knew that? <laughs> the tea is hot, boo. I mean, everybody stop. I told you, I look, I don't play. <laughs> did you say yeah? I did on live. Um, mm. <laughs> not, on, not only on live, though. I, I don't, only on camera. Mm. Honey, there's not a ring oh. on this finger, okay? Okay. Uh, we, I, have a, I have a lover. We are non-monogamous. So I am, y'all both freaky. We're freaky y'all and free. Is freaky. We're freaky free people. Freaky and free. We like freaky I'm freaky though. and free. So yeah, I'm not single, but I I am free. You love him down. I do love him. Down. I know you love him, I down. Love him down. He is so amazing. He though. is. He's cool a, as fuck. He's cool as fuck, and he's and he he's chill as fuck, and we communicate really well, and we have a lot of fun, and he's supportive, and like you know, a real nigga. I know that's we right. Love a real nigga. He actually came on the show like a long time ago, mm-hmm. and it was so crazy because I didn't know that he was like so good. I was like, "Oh, I'm nervous. I don't know if he's gonna do it." He was like, "Talk." I was like, "He's oh. too good." I'm like, "No, he's, he's amazing." Yeah, he on, like he is amazing. He's a he's fucking amazing. character. Yeah. Love that. I love that for you. I said, "Oh, this is some tea. Let me write <laughs> that down." I, I, I can't wait to see this notepad. Look, your notepad is hot, Pooh. I know, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Scared. Not the notepad. <laughs> <laughs> but I was okay. So, because like I said, um, whenever my sister had her first uh, child, I was like living in the house with her. So it's like sometimes you know, little Jacks need to come upstairs. <laughs> but I'm like thinking about like, what if like you're just a single mom mm-hmm. living by yourself? You have how do y'all have a, like a sex life mm-hmm. and a dating life? Like if your boo or you have a boo that want to come over, your daughter's another mm-hmm. one. Like how do y'all have a sex life? You wait with till the child? that baby goes to bed. 
You wait till they go. Right. Just now, like, do you just gotta, like the married you, people listen, do. But what if she wake up? Right. They're not fucking six months. Those right. motherfuckers. You know your child's sleeping habits. Yeah. yeah. You know what you're capable of in your household. And you lock the door. If your baby come in your bed every fucking few hours, and that's not the lifestyle mm-hmm. for you. You my need to baby, sleep train them. My baby knocks the fuck out, mm. and I could blast music, and she ain't gonna wake up. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna lie. I have a confession. I'm not putting my mom's business out there, but when I was younger, like my mom was dating somebody, and like I knew when they would like go to room to her room for nasty time. I used to like beat on the door. You're a bitch. You are a hater. I was. Wait, how old were you? What do, what should I expect I, this? Y'all know what I did? Like after I found out that she was in there having sex, I set up all my beanie babies. I was like, <laughs> we have to have a meeting. Oh, how are we going to get rid of him? My God. I swear. You used to have a meeting with the beanie baby? Yes. Yeah, so I was like, how are we going to get rid of him? My oh, sister used to lock him out the house. Oh, no. <laughs> no, like we gave that nigga hell. Like, but he's still in my mama. Pussy good. Go, Annie. Go, <laughs> Annie. <laughs> 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 But I mean, but what I'm saying is, I just remember that's why I wanted to talk about this because Mama, we got the same birthday. (laughs) (laughs) But I know, like me and my sister used to give him fucking hell just because we felt like, no, this is our mom. Like you don't need to touch her, look at her. Like she is my mother. So are y'all's daughters a little more understanding? Uh, My daughter's territorial. Okay, yeah. But but it's it's all about the intro of the 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 man and the energy he brings to her. Mm. If he tries to be too like possessive of me up front, it ain't gonna work. Right. She he got to make sure he's friends with her first. Okay. Because she's the one. Which you should do though. Right, but niggas don't know. They be they, a lot of times men they, they get it's a confusing space for them. Like mm. meeting a child, liking their mother, like not knowing how to navigate, especially if you've never navigated that space before. Mm. Like I don't envy that experience. I know mm. that it's complicated and it's difficult. Mm-hmm. But I think for me as a single parent, like I I lean heavily on my tribe and my community, my people. Like, can you take my baby tonight? Because I gotta do some freaky shit tonight. Okay. Or if I if it if they are unavailable, then I have to make sure my child is asleep and rested. Mm-hmm. And I know this is not a popular opinion because I talked about this on Shan Booty's web on Shan Booty's uh, podcast, mm-hmm. and I, I talked about that. You know, when my baby goes to sleep, I do my thing if, mm-hmm. if necessary. And mm-hmm. they were like, I would never have sex with my child in the house. I'm <laughs> like, your child is here because you were fucking like. Wow. I mean, uh, also, what the fuck do you think married people do? Well, they fucking house. I mean, when right. Jess, Jess used to be upset. Go to bed. Yeah, baby, exactly. What do married Mom people do? So now. because I'm not married, I'm like, I need to sacrifice my, my my. How am I ever life? going to yeah. find? How 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 do you? How will I ever really nurture a relationship? Truly, because as p- single parents, it is like there's a lot of it is on us. We don't have a lot of time to ourselves. How am I supposed to nurture that relationship if sometimes my child's gonna have to be there? Right. I, I mean, and uh, this also like goes to the conversation we just had about men. You know, the people assuming that men are predators, and like, there's this huge assumption about like women, single moms being um, targets. Targets are also just like oblivious. Right. You know, like I was like, oh, you know, mom, da da da. Like, be careful. I'm like, what do you mean be careful? Like, you think I'm going to be like, I'm going to be back in eight hours. Watch my child, nigga. I don't yeah, know. Right. Like, no. Like, <laughs> you cool? Y'all cool? All right. I'm going to be back. Like, right. what the fuck? Right. Um, you know, and I. But people, you yeah, they're, they're back in the day. That's why I think that well, there's well, well, a stigma. Well, there's a huge stigma because there's a huge, unfortunately, there's a huge group of people who have been violated mm. by parents parents, right. boyfriends, or girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And both, but uh, mostly boyfriends. Your uncle. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Like, it's your uncle. uncle. Like, no, I don't, I, don't play, I don't do the uncle shit. Yeah. I, I tell, my kid is smart, and, you know, honestly, I'm my whole thing is, like, court us. Right. If she don't fuck with you, neither do I. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so she, has your 
has your daughter met the new dude? Orlando? Yeah. Yeah. Not you said his name. Oh, yeah. It's it's you better secret. claim your no, man. It's not a um, for sure. And she kind of gives Orlando a hard time. <laughs> I love it. She said Orlando. Orlando. That's what Luna be like. Orlando. Let these hoes know. <laughs> yeah, that's mine. That's mine. Okay. So she's met him. Yeah, yeah, and you know, we have very, me and my daughter are very close, and we have very transparent conversations, mm -hmm. and she's like, you know, me and Orlando don't have like a monogamous relationship, and I, it's 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 a different space to navigate that with her, but mm -hmm. I was on, you know, uh, he lives in a different state, so there's a lot of FaceTime, she'll talk to him, look at this, look at that, whatever, but we're friends, and I think I was on uh, stories one time, and he had like his hand around another girl, and mm -hmm. I was, she saw the stories, she's like, who's that? I was, like, I, I was like, I, I, was like I don't know. She was like, I thought that was your boyfriend. I was like, it is. She was like, how many boyfriends do you have? I was like, as many as I need and I want. <laughs> she was like, oh, she's cute. I was like, yeah, she is cute. And we just kept going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's but just like, there's these little seeds you can plant in your children right. that are like, you can make shit a big deal or you can't. Mm -hmm. But also, yeah, I've dated and like, I'm, I always say this publicly, like I'm very... God granted me the gift of being a single mom. You know, mm -hmm. it, didn't, it didn't always look that way. It seemed like a sad thing. Mm -hmm. But in reality, I'm more myself. I'm more in touch. And I have the opportunity to drop my kid off and have a life, which is very necessary for mm -hmm. me right now. And I think, like, I think it's important as women that we let our daughters know that, you know, it's, this is not a fairy tale. This, right. This is it, 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 take, it takes some, some uh, fucking uh, betting. Right. You know, niggas don't just show up and be the one. You know, you got to... Right. And then she'll get on me like, what happened to so-and-so and his dog? I'll be like, he's gone. And his dog. I'll be like, stop. can you stop asking about him? Bro, I like, remember one time my mom had a guy and like, she didn't really like him at all, but he used to cook his ass off. <laughs> You're like, where's he at? Where he at? I remember literally they had, they had only dated for a Probably short while. cooking for like months and years. I was asking for him for years and literally like, she called me like three years ago like, he died. I said, <laughs> he used to cook the best beans ever. I said, oh, not David with the beans. That's his side. She love a bean. I love I honestly, like red beans and rice? Bro, I, I navy beans, beans and rice. black beans, <laughs> pinto <laughs> beans. I love beans. Like, beans, beans are so good. Uh -huh. But I feel like that's why I fell in love with beans. And when she told me he died, I cried. I said, <laughs> <laughs> Not I cried over those beans, bitch. But I do think that's important to, like, share with your mm -hmm. daughters and your kids anyway, just to show them, like, you know, it's a balance about life. I mean, kids and mommy's so not perfect. But mommy's not perfect. I grew up my whole life thinking my mom was perfect. So the first time I saw her do something, I was like, <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was so crazy to me. But I think it's important to show your kids like, yeah, I'd be getting hit from the back. Because real life is going to, well, I don't know if you can show, show them that. Not but, show them, but you know what I mean. <laughs> real life is going to kick their ass. Right. Yeah. Real life is going to kick their ass when they think that a nigga's going to ride in on a horse and just Facts. save everything and just mommy suddenly mm -hmm. has the, the dream nigga that she never, he just rolled up out of mm -hmm. nowhere. Like, mm -hmm. no, it's important for your kids to see that friendship is important. That, right. that courting has, is important. That this, force, this person needs to show up for right. you. Right. And then they start getting, they start getting the things. They start mm -hmm. getting these, uh, you know, add-ons to the relationship. Yeah. And so like, you know, I think that a lot of, a lot of parents or single parents, especially, they feel like, Oh no, I can't. I can't introduce my child to you know this person that I'm seeing for at least two years. Mm -hmm. But how? Why does that matter? But how weird is it that you be secreted for two years and then you show up and a nigga's kissing you on the mouth? Yeah, right, they're like, right. who the fuck is this nigga? Oh, mommy's married. Like, I'm a, look, because if you hide me for two years, I'm walking. I am step mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Call me mommy. Right, like who the fuck are you, bitch? <laughs> yeah, I just feel 
like kids are smart. They're so smart and they're so intuitive. They're really little people. Yeah, they and are. You have Facts. to treat them like they're little people. You have to respect like, them. Back in the day, parents used to try to treat us like we didn't know what the fuck was going on. It's like, girl, I know what the fuck. We straight from the source. They're purest. We're the purest. Straight from God. Right. They're dis- they were disrespectful. Smoking they the were. weed in the garage, coming back smelling like incense. Like we don't no, know. I, like, I remember when my mom told me that she used to smoke weed. I was shocked for like four weeks. <laughs> I was like, my mom smokes weed as an adult. No, no, like she said it as a kid. I, oh. was in, like, was, I was in like high school. But, but at I least was, she told you. But I was so shocked because like I used to like sneak and drink my mom's alcohol. And I, I was like, yeah. And so like when my mom my like found out, she was like, why are you doing this? Like she wasn't tripping, but she was just shocked. But I was like, literally, I'm a mini you. Like my mom likes to drink. I love your mom. Like my mom no, is lit. Mom is like coolest. my mom is lit. Like I like Dre will post a ass picture on Instagram. She's and like, she period. reposted on her story. And she was like, the baddest. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. She always no. repost my shit on her story. It don't matter what like, we post. <laughs> like I posted a pic, I posted a video of Dre like lifting her leg up yesterday. My mom was like, she crazy. <laughs> I saw that video. <laughs> I said, okay. Hi, bitch. <laughs> my mom is oh, just mom, like she's Yeah, she's funny. She's hilarious. Hey y'all, it's your girl Dre Nicole. And I know that I ain't trying to be pregnant this summer. So, I know that it can be challenging and confusing to find what supports your reproductive and sexual health journeys. Favor is a digital health company that feeds the whole you, from birth control and sexual wellness to skincare and menstrual care, all backed by medical expertise. It's no secret that women face a lot of choices about their reproductive health. Luckily, getting birth control and sexual wellness products is one less thing you have to worry about with Favor. You'll never have to make a trip to the doctor or wait in line at the pharmacy ever again. Favor provides personalized access to care from the comfort of your home and delivery to your door in discreet packaging, on time, every time. Favor carries over 120 FDA-approved brands and ships to all 50 states. Most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 a month without insurance. Favor delivers birth control to your door for free and discreet packaging along with fun self-care gifts and goodies. What's more, their licensed medical team is just a text away to provide you the care you deserve. Sign up for birth control in just five minutes. Skip the office visit and waiting in line at the pharmacy and get treated right. Right now, when you go to heyfavor.com slash poorminds, Favor is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Poor Minds listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's heyfavor.com slash poorminds to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember, heyfavor.com slash poorminds. You must use the link to make a donation. Okay, so we're going to move on. Gonna Look, if it was up to me, we're going to be in here for another yeah. three hours, but we're not going to do that to y'all. So now we're going to get into, into the, the bow. bow. Hey, the bow. 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 I'm just What's looking. your bow? Can we? I just have to take a second. I am you ain't got this time today to do a long ass and intro I do. with a bow. I do. I was just saying I love this episode. I love y'all. I love you too. This has been so much fun. Like I, I love when we have girl talk. I do too. Dre, I'm my only friend. So. <laughs> well, now you got four. <laughs> now you got three more. Okay, so the bop of the week is by <clears throat> Zay France. It's called Choosy. So it's so crazy because when people put me on music, I don't like to tell them because I like to be like the music curator. Oh, you like to be like, oh, I, yeah. found, I found this myself. Yeah, so okay. I like to be, but honestly, I told this guy, like, I was in an Uber probably like um, like three months ago, and 
he just kept playing like hit after hit. I was like, damn, I was shazamming everything. I love that. Yeah, so it was this song called uh, Choosy by Zay France, and he's actually really fucking cute. He's an R&B singer. <laughs> Everybody pulling out. Hold on. Yeah. I, I think I heard of him before. Yeah, so his EP is called Pretty Girls Never Listen, mm -hmm. period, because we That's don't. That's true. And I just feel like it was just a really good song. He's really cute. I like his vibe. So it was a good song, and I like it. So shout out to Zay France. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Choosy. Okay. That's my bop of the week. What you got, little Dre? So Future album just came out. Oh, bro. Oh, I haven't heard it yet. Mm-hmm. Future album just okay. came out. So he got a song called Wait For You with Drake and Tim. Tim's is my girl. I love me too. Tim. I love I Tim. Love, when I meet Tim, she's gonna think I'm a weirdo because I'm gonna hug her for like 30 minutes. Yeah, I love Tim. What? I'm fucking with it. Erica does not. You don't like Tim? I do. One time I played it too much in Costa Rica and she was like, can you stop? When she was playing Free she Mind. Was, we, we, she, we probably were hanging that's out with each other too long too and I kept playing her. She was like, her voice is getting on my nerves. I was, <laughs> I was like, who hates Tim? I was like, who hates? She's like, okay. she sounds like a man. But that's what all the girls do. This is all, the piece that you cannot find. <laughs> that's what everybody does. First of all, hate is a strong word. Okay, okay. I actually really like her. I didn't know it was a her for a long time. Oh, I didn't. All right. Her she voice just sounds like no, a nigga. I mean, um, but it's the whining over time that mm. starts to ear. It's, uh, it's a whine that. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is only her opinion. Uh, uh, you know, right? There's a, there's a whine under there. I like there. it. I like there's it. a whine, and it First works. Of all, it works because you want a dirty whine to it, but it's just and a whine. Fine is fun. Fun and fire. Fine she, and she fire. She just gets so upset because I'm like. I'm oh, upset she, too. We're gonna like, talk about this later. Like, <laughs> we're gonna have to bring. Yeah, we're gonna have to pull this back up in her notes. Tim sounds like a nigger. Nah, for the long. <laughs> let's not. Let's just be honest. She does. That's fine. And and you know it's a surprise. Like when you see her, she's fine. You're like, oh shit. Okay, great. Oh like, shit. You're a woman. That's what people say. <laughs> I, to me. Had, I had to, no because they hear me. They be like, zero is wilding. They be like, oh, this is Lex P. I sound like a man. I do, especially when my voice is hoarse. The other day, Cat was like, sound like zero. No, when Cat was in the, like, we were in a meeting or doing something, Cat was like, Cat was like, damn, Lex, you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm straight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good, my boy. Okay, so what's your, and you got to think about. So, you know, I, you know the love oh, I have for Lil Baby. Me too. Bro, she loves Lil Baby I down. Do. I really do. So, Lil Baby got a new song, too, that actually just dropped today called Frozen. I was listening to it this morning. Mm -hmm. About you like it? I like it. Okay. I, got, I mean, what got do I really ever not like that little baby put out? I, I agree. We saw him at Coachella. Yeah. yeah. How was he? It, it was. It was, was good. Cool. But half, good. at some point in the in the performance, Jamila was like, "He's kind of fine." Oh, thank and you. I, and I said, she's like, like, no, he's not. I think he's cute. I do. I said, bitch, you see him on stage at Coachella. Wait, no, first That's I was like, I mean, I don't look He got a little swag. First I was like, there's, there's too nothing many, fine about him. There's yeah, too many babies. I was like, is this the one with Danny Lay? She's like, no. Always. I was like, bitch, it's the baby. It's the baby. It's little baby. It's my baby. Is it baby blue face? Baby blue face? I don't know. Not baby blue from Pretty Ricky? No, no, little baby blue face. That's a blue star? No, that's his blue face, bitch. Oh, he fine though. Wait, but she was talking blue about face baby fine. blue. I thought it was a little baby blue face. Remember baby blue from Pretty Ricky? <laughs> blue face is Tatiana. Uh, yes, but blue face is cute. I like too. that one. Okay, but he need to get his girl. He need to get his bitches together. Like. I can't. Girl. I guess he said shit that ain't me. Okay, no, it's him. I he can't. love that girl. No, he love her with her little sound. I believe too. exactly. Is that but the? Are they the ones that keep? Maybe she don't want to. Did she like write her name and give her one? Give her one of yours. What? She can't have these. 
Those okay. are nice. Okay, those are really those nice. nice. We're gonna have to talk about that later. <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you get those? They look good. Okay, so what's y'all's box? You literally went to Columbia? Like two weeks ago. Oh, God. And they're fire. Wait, no, Erica was like, we were on her story. She's like, did she get any teeth? I was like, I did. I was like, I think she did. I was like, she went to Columbia. I said, like, I think we need to go to Columbia. <laughs> we can go together. Wait, wait first of all, together. wait, we came back from Atlanta and I've she came later than me and I was drunk in the club and I was like, <clears throat> I was like, um, Erica. She's like, what? I was like, I think we need jewelry. She's like, what? I was like, everybody in Atlanta has jewelry. Facts, they do. And she was like, she's like, we need a chain. I was like, we need diamonds. She was like, okay, but after this check, we're gonna get we're gonna get jewelry. I still mean that. I know. I just like bought her some beat. diamonds. Oh my god, she you did? did? Yeah. Oh my yes. god. I did see buy this, her some Erica? diamonds. You see this? Oh, cute. I did. Buy We're gonna her buy each other diamonds. diamonds yeah. We're gonna buy each other diamonds. Yeah. Then. This is my. This, these are our wives. So. But, uh, yeah, this is my. Like I know when I want a good, good Let's gift. Spend more money on me than she do on her nigga. That's how it's well, supposed that's to be. That's a lie. Don't tell him that. I know. The nigga was no, like, that's a lie. Somebody was like talking about. What you want him? I I bet. I'll be going to Louis for him. What you want him? You oh, that was the same price as these. I'm not mad. That's what I'm saying. I spend the same amount of money. Like, I don't spend more on you. I spend, I love him down. <laughs> but he's not your baby daddy. No. I <laughs> no, maybe. Maybe. Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm not okay, playing. so what's y'all's bop, y'all? Okay, I don't really know this bop, but Erica um, played it. I think it was a snippet. I don't know if it's out yet, but I liked it. And it was, um, it? It was NLE Choppa Slept Me Out. Oh, hey, I heard that. Is it out yet? Because I only heard yeah, it. Yeah, okay. it is. On, it's on Apple Music. Can it was on my play. She's like, can you send it to me? And I, like, I kind of like him. He has good music. He's, he's the a, one. He's the one. He's, the, I, he's me, the vegan. Me and Erica call him the spirit, the spiritual nigga with the herbs. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the political one? She'd be like, yeah, he was the political one. No, that's that Lil Baby. Oh, no, bitch, Lil Baby is the political one. Lil Baby is the one that's giving herbs to grow your booty. I thought that up. I thought it was the same nigga. No, and Ellie Choppa is like he's 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 gonna cure endorphism. Yeah, he's like and if you're a midget, drink this tea and you're not gonna be short no more. Okay, the little baby is the is the political one. Yes, yes, little baby's political. Is that the one who was is that the one who was with Danny Lay? No, the baby is the one that has the Danny Lay. Okay, one song protested and y'all called him political. That was Erica. Erica said that to me and I was like the political one. That's wild. Don't don't. Him a woke he king. donated money and shit. Can you? Can you? This is a bunch of like kind of older-ish bitches trying to decide. Look, we're aunties, as you can see. We trying to figure this shit out. I need you to stop. Okay, okay. what's your Bob Erica? Uh, mine is uh, Baby Tate, Eeny Meeny. I like oh, Baby, Baby Tate. Tate. Mm-hmm. She can really fucking rap. Mm-hmm. I also have another one, Tannerelle, um, Mama Saturn. What's who's that? Uh, Tannerelle. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Yeah, yeah Tannerelle. She's this fine chocolate black woman and she's sexy Period. and she was a playmate and she has sexy ass like stripper music if you want to like dance for your nigga turn that shit on i want to be a playmate so bad me I too like, yeah we, we'll we'll wait can it. you pull yeah, we should, we okay this, wait, is like, this is what we're gonna do this is our plan we're gonna have the first playboy bunny podcast shoot the first yes one. the first yes. podcast why, to do why have they not done that yes. let's, let's do it let's do it we're gonna find ryan H- hello tell get him up ryan, up, ryan. So, we in la too so we, we in la we're gonna do a playboy bunny shoot the first podcast is on a playboy bunny shoot y'all saw it here first so if any of them other bitches do it they not bad enough nah. tell them they gotta come to us and we'll, this, show, this and, is, we'll, and we'll show titties. This exactly. is exactly we done did it before. Do you know? Like, I gotta wait till I get my new titties. They're not gonna be here so August. Uh, okay. Whatever titties. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This has been my childhood dream. Don't ask me why being in Playboy is my childhood dream. But if I'm gonna show titties, it's gonna be on Playboy or an HBO, nigga. I mean, other than when I slip up on Instagram. Not rude. <laughs> 
Cause you be naked as fuck. No, not and naked. I love it. I'm a naked bitch. But so. you have such a like your body is so curvy. Mm-hmm. It really is because I think Just people love language. People think like <laughs> to be curvy, you have to, you be, have like, to be like thick. like our size, yeah. I think. But like you have a really curvy body. I'm and a you're thick, thick bitch. Uh, well, well, I didn't say Thanks. it. Okay, well, I, I mean, did. I mean, she be calling me a pony. She say I'm she's not a pony. I know. I said you're thick. I said I'm a stallion. You're a pony. Oh well, I'm, I'm a stallion. But you're too. very curvy. That's and disrespectful. I love. It I lo- is. But she's fine as fuck. Why you gonna she, call her a pony? Cause she's like five <laughs> one. Like a baby. It's like a little baby. She's like five ba- one. She's like a baby. But we're from Texas. She know what a stallion is. But you're very curvy. Thank you. And like a lot of times, people feel like like petite women. They're like, oh no, you're not up and down. It's a little pop back there. I think yeah, she it. got some booty for sure. She do. Hey, listen, listen. I, I can pop, I can shake this ass. I know you can. I can tell. Mm-hmm. I can see it in you when she walked. Well, she was a stripper for one day. Uh, a couple she days. I was a stripper for a couple of days. It was a weekend. Right. Was <laughs> oh, a weekend. Is that what we talked about on our podcast? Yeah, we did. I definitely stripped for a weekend. I had so much fun. I had the Dallas Cowboys I in there to going. It is a little hot. But yeah, I had the Dallas Cowboys in there. They was throwing that check on me. No, nobody is musty. I was saying I need to. I'm like, let me make sure. <laughs> you gotta do the chat. You gotta, gotta go like this. Okay. But the aluminum free deodorant. Yeah, I definitely danced for a weekend uh, for the Cowboys, and I made a lot of money. Amen. I, didn't I know some money. of the Cowboys that used to play for the team used to be like, that bitch got a pocket. She was shaking them titties. And was. This is gonna bring us to our favorite segment. Mm. Now we're gonna get into pour your heart out. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have any questions, you want to let us know how we built your life up. You know, we like testimonials. Yes. Or you can ask us some questions. Send them to ASK, P-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S, at gmail.com. So, do you want to read the first question? Or you want me to read it? Go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm reading it. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. That took me a lot to get through. I know. Okay. It's hitting. It is. Hey, ladies, a few months ago, I attended a friend's wedding. I'm newly single, so I'm definitely on my hot girl shit. After the wedding, we all stayed, hold on, we all stayed up drinking and hanging out. This one dude and I hit it off, and I'm like, bingo, he's the one for the night. After hours of flirting and about 30 minutes of rubbing and touching in someone else's room, he (laughs) told me to get up, and I followed him to his room. When we got to his room, he said he needed to get his stuff together for his flight in a few hours. I laid on the couch while he did that. After 30 minutes later, he woke me up and told me to sit on his lap. Again, kissing, touching, rubbing. He's moaning, so I'm like, damn, I ain't even put the pussy on him yet. This is going to be good. He told me to get up. I got off his lap and sat on the chair with my hand out so he could lead me to the bed. He basically hit me with a soul. What you about to do? What you mean? I was so confused. One of my friends thinks he might have nutted on himself during the kissing. But I don't know (laughs) what to think. I, hold on, wait. She said, I found out he hasn't really been with anyone new in a while, and I'm not the aggressor or initiator the first time that I have sex with someone. He definitely busted a nut. Y'all have to realize. Wait, what does that mean? You, what you, you about to do? Wait, was it, doesn't that mean he wants more? I'm no, confused. what you about to do is like, you need to get out. Yeah, like what you about to do, get out. That's it? Like we about to go, oh, okay, got it, got it. He got definitely it. busted a nut. Okay. That's how I feel. Because if he hasn't, se- hasn't had sex in a while, y'all got to realize sometimes the niggas are very sensitive. Anything turns them on. I've definitely had a nigga like bust a nut in an awkward situation. I was gonna say he either busted a nut or he has a, a lazy dick or he's gay. That was what I was gonna say, but yeah. that's not a popular opinion. I was gonna say maybe he's gay, but that's not a popular opinion because of, you know why he would bring her to the. But yeah, yeah. Saying, I, if he was gay, it wouldn't even got there. He'd have been like, yeah. "Girl, I'm gay." But, I don't no, think so. because niggas really be te- niggas the, be the, the, the gay ones. They want to like they want to not be gay. 
Oh, so like, so like you still got so, it. So they'll like do the thing mm. until but like get when it gets to the thing, then oh, they're they like. Wanna, but you know, I even yeah. I have gay friends who who could, their dick could get hard for a bitch. Like it's mm. a it's a it's a warm it's a warm mm. wet hole. I don't. I, <laughs> so I don't know. I, I w- in my mind because I if a nigga doesn't want me, I'm like you're gay. But that's right. not that's not really. Well, I feel like, or correct. maybe he could like he could maybe have a girl and maybe his conscience respe- got to him like I can't. That's I don't true. need to do. Or this. maybe he respects himself. It could be that, or his dick doesn't get hard. Maybe he respects himself. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I, niggas no, don't he, respect himself. Niggas don't respect themselves. So him. I'm not gonna say he that. Some blue chew. Period. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, blue chew. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna go to question two. It says, "Hey y'all." I'm obsessed with this show and your Patreon. And I just want to say thank you for blessing us with this because it has helped me out a lot. I know you both went to college and I wanted to ask how y'all's experience was because my first year is coming to an end and I can't help but feel disappointed with myself because I wasn't on top of my schoolwork as I should have been. I'm probably going to fail some classes, but I've been living my best life at the same time. I also haven't been consistent with business. I'm trying to start and I really want to be successful by 24, 25. I do want to finish school, but it's been hard to get myself to do the work. Y'all are so beautiful and keep doing what you're doing. I love y'all and thank you. Okay, so. Hold on, wait. Wait, what's the question? Basically, she she's not doing good in school. Did you guys she, finish school? I did. Yes. But let me tell y'all, not a lot of people know this. I haven't shared this a lot. Y'all know we keep it real and I don't give a fuck. I, when I graduated college, I first went to HCC. To get um, what's the the basics out the yeah. way, whatever. So you went for two years. Yeah, I went for two years. Then I, I transferred yeah. to U of H. I flunked out of U of H. I flunked out because I was partying, I was fucking, I was doing it, and and I I flunked out of U of H. And I took off of school for like two, three years, and then I went back to TSU and I got my degree. Mm. Girl, take your time. Don't be so hard on yourself. Like you have to. I don't want to wake up anymore like I used to feel. I used to dread going do this and do that. Do what makes you happy. Take yeah. your time. Stop putting yourselves on a timeline. Facts. So first year of college, I definitely felt like three classes. My mama was mad as fuck. But <laughs> I mean, I felt three classes. I had to retake them because I was partying. I was turning up. I still graduated, though. And then also, mm. I don't know why y'all put yourselves on a timeline as far as age. 24. I came Girl. across a tweet yesterday, and it's so funny that she said this because it was a tweet that I saw yesterday on Twitter, and it said, I swear I'm not trying to be 27. Still figuring out life. I'm trying to figure that shit out right now. Today. 27, I need to be living comfortably. And I literally... <laughs> and I literally... Bitch, bye! <laughs> Tweeted the tweet and I said it's gonna kick y'all ass when y'all realize 27 is not old and most of y'all still won't have it figured out by the end. No, I bet I'm just now low key a little bit yes. and I'm 32. And yes. I'm 31 and it's like don't we're let just... Instagram fool Bro. you, bitch. And yes. and even if you thought you had it all together and you figure it out mm-hmm. by 27. You'll wake up at 28 and be like, do I even like it here? Mm, mm, you mm. really. Or your shit might go to shambles again because that's how life goes. Shit that's, happens. It's a journey. Yes. And, and there's 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 always going to be goals to hit and mm-hmm. you will regularly not hit them. And like yep. I, I lived in Atlanta when I turned fucking 18 until mm-hmm. I was like 24 and I was I was in the streets mm-hmm. and I was making money, but I did not finish school. And then I finally went home and I got an esthetician license and I did that trade and that was great. And then I'm a fucking podcaster. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, you know what? We have, we put these limits and these rules on ourselves, yeah. but like the twenties are for hoeing. Facts. Facts. <laughs> and like, I never knew what I was going to be doing this. I didn't know what yeah, I was going to do. Either. Like we just figured this shit out. Like, 
yesterday. Bitch, I done did everything under the sun. I'm like Mila. I fucking went to lash classes. Child was a bartender. Chat. I went to real estate school. I have a bachelor's degree in mass communication. Like, I just never knew what the fuck I wanted to do. And look, lashes popping. Real, I mean, I don't know about your real estate, but we here in West Hollywood. We, we, we here in West Hollywood <laughs> right now recording. Shit. Marketing is great. Like, I mean, that's what I'm you're saying. Used, you end out. up, you end up yeah. using yeah. all these things. And it works out. Me and Erica but, are in school right now. Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah, but not like college. But like other, <laughs> not like college. That wasn't our it thing. It is kind of college. It is college. It's a different type of college. But you know what I'll say? Like, utilize trades. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge advocate for trades. I think being black, uh, like educated black, mm-hmm. and your parents are like, you have to go to school. Yeah. You have to go to school. You have to get a job, and then yes, you have a career. That was, but like, that's really not how shit works out. And like, absolutely. a lot of these entrepreneurs, all these billionaires, didn't go to school. Fucking presidents had a C average. That is not yeah. like I think it's this time that we're waking up and that we're realizing that um, this uh, standard of accreditation is mm-hmm. not really what it is. You have to look within and know what you're good at and and speak to that and mm-hmm. explore that. And it looks different for everybody. It may not being a, may not be getting a college education. And if you right. can do that, do that. I, at some point, maybe I don't know. I'll get a, I'll be fifty and get a fucking college education and graduate. <laughs> maybe not, but like I think that you need to kind of like figure out what it works for you and then explore right. all the options because it doesn't look one way yeah, and that's cool. Yeah, all. I feel like life is showing us right now like you don't need a college degree to be successful. Yeah. Well, I'll say this: I love the fact that I learned how to shoot and edit things, and because I feel like in our beginning stages, if I didn't know how to like make those little you know how we used to edit our videos that's something but i'm saying well, like that's in it's little, lane, but yeah but that's what i'm saying yeah. it's little things that i learned in college that i'm so glad like even like how i speak like if i want to go do something professional right now like if i want to go and do a professional fucking uh newscast like i can do that because i know how to speak because i learned that in Journalism? college yeah so there's a lot of skills that i have that i learned in college that i'm very grateful for to me all college prove is that you know how to finish what you started <laughs> next question next question hey lex andrea i fucking love this show i'm a fat hoe in her late 20s and niggas never ask me out i'm a little on the shy side but i do think i'm decent looking and keep my appearance together for my size i'm also a really kind human i don't understand why niggas won't ask me out I would love to be winded down by a nice BDB, but I don't know what the problem is. Okay, well, first is. of all, you got to stop talking about yourself like yeah. this. Yeah. You're a fine-ass woman. Because I used to do that, too. You got to stop. And then niggas, niggas know. Niggas know that you talk about yourself like this, and that's mm. why. Mm. Nigg- why would you call yourself a fat hoe? You're not a fat hoe. You're just a hoe. <laughs> Thank you. Just what like that got to do with it? No, and and fat hoes get love all the time. Skinny, they do. Skinny hoes get love fat all the time. Period. Fat hoes, Period. Skinny hoes, medium hoes, thick hoes. Everybody does. The hoes, when you find and you, it's all about confidence. If you, you walk in the room hoes. like I'm the baddest bitch in here, they see that. Period. And I don't care what size you are. If you walk in the room with your head up like, mm, I'm the shit. they gonna be like, I want that one. Yeah. Period. I don't care who walks in behind her. I want that one because people feel like they can't have her. Mm-hmm. So it's all about your confidence, girl. So get your confidence up. Stop calling yourself a fat, fat hoe. Yeah, no. Talk to talk to yourself good. Look You're in the mirror. You're just a fine hoe. You ain't no fat hoe. Look yeah. in the mirror and talk good to yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, last question. Question four. Hey, ladies, I have been my par- I have been with my partner going on two years now. The first year he forgot my birthday mm-hmm. and didn't get me anything until I mentioned it. What? what? I was extremely hurt, and I was hoping that this year would be different. Oh my, my birthday God. recently passed, and he let me down again. Yeah. He got me a card. <laughs> Look, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. 
Wow. He, he showed you who he was, girl. <laughs> you followed he got me a card with a hundred dollars in it, and Bitch. the crazy part is that he got it the night before my actual birthday. A card is such a thoughtless and uncaring gift, especially since I've gone all out for his birthday. To add insult to injury, we did not go out to dinner or anything mm -hmm. special. I wanted this birthday just to feel special, but I just feel ignored and unappreciated. Am I ungrateful? No. no. He's trash. Leave him. He fucking sucks. First of all, when you love someone, the best feeling is to make them feel good, especially on their special day. Mm -hmm. The least that you can do, if you don't even have money, you should have woke up to breakfast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Flowers cost $10 from Kroger's. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck what your budget is. You could have took that $100 and, and did so it, yeah. much for her. Yeah. Because yeah. I hate when being be like, because I'm not going to lie, me, ain't nothing to $100 you can get for me. But it's some, <laughs> it's some things out there that are but, acceptable for people. Yes. So you can take $100 and make a whole day out An of experience. it. experience. But yeah, you got to care. No, no, it's about being thoughtful. It's too. about being yeah, fucking let's do a thoughtful. Let's picnic. Yeah. Like that $100. Book me a massage with that $100. Hello. Go get a putting $100 in an envelope and thinking that that's going to suffice. It's like, bitch, figure it out. Roll, yeah. roll me a blunt. Get some canvas and some wine. Yeah, and let's paint. You know, let's do I hope you didn't we get like no the one pussy we. that night. I hope you got no pussy You know night. what? You knew the first year that it mm -hmm. really wasn't the thing, and then you ignored your intuition and you stayed. And with you him. went a hundred. It went three hundred and sixty-five days again. Ooh. And and, and if, if you because he could have reminded himself, like, let me let me make sure let I let me do make right. sure because she 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 he knew the first year you weren't happy, and the second year if he did the same thing twice, I think this is a testament that if you wrote this letter into these ladies, you already know what's up. I feel like you teach people how to treat you too, though. Like I feel like. She was okay with it the first year. So right. That's so why he, he was like, oh, shit, I'm not going to lie. I literally, my my little boo texted me Saturday when we had the pop-up shop, and he was like, oh, my gosh, do you have a show today? Because mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure I sent you something, did something right. Like, Because mm -hmm. he was like, oh, my gosh, I've been running around. I was like, no, it's just a pop-up shop. Because he knows. Don't fucking play with me. When I have a live show, I need to pull up, and there needs to be flowers waiting for me, right. or you need to be there. Right. You hear this, Orlando? Hello. <laughs> Uh, a live show is a big fucking deal. I it don't care is. if I've been on tour for eight years. I still want to Make me feel up. special. Make every me feel, time. Every time. Make me, exactly. I'm biased because I'm not a good gift giver. I See, I, I am. Yeah. I'm you know, very My parents thoughtful. didn't raise me that way, so sometimes I'll do like thoughtful shit, like I'll paint you a picture, like I'll rub your feet or something. Okay. Painting like, a, you just said like, <laughs> like I, I'll I'm, paint you a picture. I'm thoughtful of the Sistine ways. Chapel. I'll, I'll make a scrapbook of us or something. That's shit. a big deal, though. Like, I don't, that's I, I'm cute. I'm not a gift giver, but yeah, I think there's, there's things that you can let someone know you're thoughtful in different ways, mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be monetary. Right. Mm. So yeah, leave, bitch. Look, she's like, I, I want to look. You like to give some. I know, I can tell. No, I, 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 I like gifts. <laughs> I just don't. Too. I don't give gifts. Right. Okay. Okay. I enjoy them. <laughs> look, she's like, uh, <laughs> baby, pull up with that Birkin. Yeah, I, I want a no. Rolex and diamond earrings, mm -hmm. but I'm not gonna give that to you. And look, a Rolex and diamond earrings. Damn, who's your nigga? He's me. Uh, <laughs> you know, you well, say you say you need more friends. Rolex, you need though. you need more I, friends. I definitely ain't buying her no Rolex. Can we buy each other Rolex? I'll buy you Rolex. I'll buy you Rolex. Too. I know that's right. We ain't, we ain't quite there yet. <laughs> she just bought me some earrings. So but, I already know I'm about to have to buy her. Oh, some she cheese. about to bust me down. I can't wait. <laughs> Don't you love when all your friends are rich? Um, <laughs> I love it here. Because Killa, my friend, shout out to Killa from High Maintenance Podcast. Yeah, your gift that you're going to have to give me this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I see you winning. So tell everybody where they can find y'all at, what y'all got coming up, everything that y'all working on, everything. Uh, well, we're working a lot of things over here, but I want you guys to know that we've talked a lot about like 
camaraderie amongst mm-hmm. women, sisterhood, uh, you know, just black women giving each other permission and finding mm-hmm. themselves. Erica and I have a, uh, not a podcast, we have a podcast, <laughs> yeah, um, but we have a retreat in Costa Rica coming up on ah. July 31st and August 10th. It's for women. It's fun. There's weed. There's healing. Um, there's beach outings. Uh, there's tribe. I, I, I know that a lot of women don't find it easy to make friends in adulthood, mm-hmm. and that's why me and Erica are friends, but we've mm-hmm. created this experience so that Black women, all women have the opportunity to meet other women that are non-judgmental and like-minded. We've curated a beautiful seven-day vacation mm. in the Caribbean side of Costa Rica. All inclusive. That's the black side. We'll put the link in the description. For yeah, you make sure you follow the Good Vibe Retreat and, okay. and come because Costa Rica is magic, y'all. I'm oh, telling we coming. you. Yeah, please come. No, no, I'm we're literally you. coming. No, you guys so, should so, really come. So we have Sexual Essentials hosting week two. We oh, have we have Samaya. Samaya. Yes. Yes. That's we have, our girl. Yes. Shout out to Samaya. So Samaya's hosting week two. Trap Yoga Bay is, ho- uh, is doing a workshop week one. Mm-hmm. So these are guests and friends of the show. So mm-hmm. we're just really excited to bring our guests to the jungle, mm. to y'all. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram at goodmoms underscore bad choices. Our Patreon is lit also. We have really lit merch. We're Canna Moms. So we got a lot of weed merch and cool Ooh. shit over there. Come check us out. If y'all ever want to see my titties, join their Patreon. Yeah. Our titties are all of our titties. Do you want to see it? Because they're all. <laughs> <laughs> Javier going to be like, damn. We got to have Hi, Javi. <laughs> Cover that. But, <laughs> Jamila's to convince her titties are camouflage, so you barely saw that. <laughs> <laughs> My big ass pepperoni nipples, though. Uh, Look, I can't we can't pull, we them can't out. pull yeah, nothing out of yeah, yeah. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank y'all so much for coming. Like I said, we on I'm the West Coast, we in LA with it. Honestly, it would have gone longer if it was up to me. Yeah. But I know y'all got places to be. Are we gonna do this again. Yes, we have to do this again. This yes. was so. Wait, hold on. I see a nipple. I see a nipple. Oh, oh, Y'all, that happened every episode. Literally the whole live show. We just posted on Patreon. My nipples out. She the whole is time. me. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are one in the But same. yeah, so we gonna do a show in L. A. So we gotta collab yeah. or something. Oh yes, and do come somewhere. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's, let us open for you so okay. I can twerk. Big I, sh- I can show everybody these. Okay, so everybody, pick up your phone. I sent y'all the lyrics. We about to close this out with a good. One. Okay. Oh, no, I said oh, she was starting it off. Okay, let's oh, go. You ready? Oh, now see, she was ready. No, hold it. Hold <laughs> it like you want to. Alex, <laughs> Alex, how did you get that out that quickly? Exactly. Okay. okay. It's okay. I got it. I got it. I got it, bro. <laughs> no, I got it. Okay, bro. ready? That's my bro. <laughs> okay, so first of all, it starts with the chorus. I got it. Who's going to sing the first Can you verse? Hear me? Me. Okay, she's got it. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Uh, let's go. What's, What's it, it gonna be? Cause I can't pretend. Oh, What's don't it gonna be? More than friends. Hold me tight and don't let go. Don't let go. Got the right to lose control. More than just friends. I know you think that yeah. if we move too soon, that it, it would all end. <laughs> I 
No, this was the best one that we've ever this was done. The best one ever. That was the best one. Giving girl groups. Running in and out my life. Hit that home. Mixtape coming soon. Feel that vibrato. Somebody's got to choose. We had to bring that one back.